Well, hey there, Bobby. It's your cousin, Bobby. Just thought I'd call. Heard it was your 200th episode. Can't believe y'all have made it. Well, you kind of made it. I guess you're back. <laughs> some, uh, some of you are back. All of you are back? I don't know. I don't really listen that often anymore. <laughs> anyway, I guess I'll just go ahead and let you know what's going on in my world. Um, let's see. Well, well, you know, Bobby, your, your cousin-in-law, Eduardo, uh, we've been having a hell of a time recently. Um, Eduardo was offered this lovely job from the Florida State government. Said that they wanted to send us up to Martha's Vineyard. I don't know. Well, we did it, and, and, and damned if when we got there, they didn't know anything about it. So we're on our way back to Florida. I guess the governor, he, he's just playing tricks on us. I don't know. Doesn't like Mexican people, even though Eduardo's from, uh, where are you from? Chile? England. Huh, didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> um, anyway, we're in a Super 8 motel heading back down to Florida. Uh, I guess he's not going to be working at Martha's Vineyard no more. I'm going to be going back to just making my dogs. You know, all these people in Florida, they love these doodle dogs. They just doodle up everything. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Eduardo's Chihuahua Paco. I'm going to mix him with the Great Dane. I tried it a couple of times, but the damn things keep getting born, and then puppies just explode after day three. It's so weird. Or they're born inside out. Anyway, I don't really have a whole lot going on. I just wanted to check in, say I love you fellas so much. Great job. 200 episodes. It seemed pretty painful there for a while, but you really made it. I don't really uh, remember how I talk as a character. So I'm gonna stop now. Happy 200, boys. Damn. <laughs> Thank you, John. Oh, that was beautiful. I don't really remember how I talk as a, a character. character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's this entire concept in a microcosm. <laughs> but it's good to hear. The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. Had a hammer. I got- I'd see Nancy Pelosi. Oh I'd God. see her husband <laughs> and all of her friends. This isn't like the Indigo Girls version that I. Or no, that's a different hammer in a that is, yeah, song. It's very Sorry. different. This was more of a Christian, yeah, it's an old Christian anthem. Song. Just saying. So, I'm. There's a <laughs> philosophical question that you raise. <laughs> is it okay to? Take a political opponent and beat their husband to death with a hammer. Is that okay? It was in 1864. Yeah. When the last senator that got in trouble got caned yeah. on the Senate floor. That uh, was about the last time it was okay to do that. That's what we like to call in the United States a crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I th- I think it's being treated thusly. <laughs> 
as a crime. <laughs> I would fucking hope so. I mean, um, where are we at just as a people that yeah. we now have to worry about our political leaders having their family beaten to death with hammers? Well, I mean, we've always had to worry about rednecks. That's been a problem since Jump Street. <laughs> yeah, I, look, and That's what's, what's going to happen is the right is going to bring up an incident that happened uh five, six years ago where there was a Bernie supporter that tried to kill a congressman, uh, which was not really spoken about a lot in the news, but they're going to go right to that. Like, we don't have uh, volatile, hostile uh, people within our party. They do the same thing we do, which is their favorite thing to say. Well, it's, it's they're the same as us. Antifa. It's a uh, what about ism. Yeah. What about this? Yeah. Yeah, it's well, exactly what about what that time that a guy did a thing? Yeah, totally. And it, all they're doing is trying to deflect attention and not... The last thing they're going to do is is recognize the bottomless pit of depravity and shittiness they're in. Because you said, Bobby, Mitch McConnell came out on Twitter today and said, hey, this is not what we're about. I'm paraphrasing, of course. This is not what we're about. Please don't. You know, We don't want to harm Nancy Pelosi's husband. And you was, said the comment thread was just all these people calling him. I don't want to overlook the fact that that was a really brave stance by Mitch McConnell. Yeah. So brave. <laughs> Thank God. Mitch I, I don't want that guy to be killed. Mitch McConnell, really, bastion of kindness. Hey, he... iguanas don't play by the same rules as Turtle. Us humans. Turtle, sir. Turtle, iguana, kind of a hybrid. Either way, they have different rules. He's pandering to the well, humans. He what was breathe, on the thread, Bobby? breathes out of his eyelids. <laughs> it's, it's helpful when you're underwater. <laughs> I mean... He has an advantage what on all of us uh, of... land-born creatures. He came out and did like a more like thoughts and prayers kind of post yeah. classic Just, you know classic hey pubs. thoughts and prayers we don't like it that nancy pelosi's husband was beaten about the head and neck with a hammer that's we're anti that <laughs> and by the way we at the whiskey row on our 200th episode we're anti we're anti hammer violence any politician's husbands no we hammer violence or wives or children hammer violence is off the table off the table nope I want to put that out to all of our literally dozens of I'm listeners. I'm still traumatized from Super Mario Brothers as a kid. Those hammers scared the shit out of me, too. They were so hard to dodge. No, the amazing thing is he posts his thoughts and prayers on Twitter, and the first fucking response that went on for, I don't know, 1,500 responses was like, yeah, well, you're just a fucking rhino. Mm-hmm. You're not a real Republican. Mm-hmm. Real Republicans would stand up and to support this hammer-based violence. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like hammers, man? <laughs> you don't like hammers? You're going to go to Ace Hardware, make them get rid of all the hammers? Canceling hammers, these motherfuckers. My great-granddad was born swinging a hammer. My great-great-granddad invented the fucking hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's unbelievable, the dissonance. Agreed. It's just going to be a bunch of apologia by the right. That's all it's going to be like it always is. Do you think they're going to focus on like they're going to try to go, well, this isn't our, it's a mental health issue with this guy. It doesn't have anything to do with the culture, blah, blah, blah. Funny you should bring that up. That is the right's talking point for gun violence in this country. It's not about legislation. It's not about fucking red flag laws. It's not about not allowing people that are mentally ill have guns. It's about literal mental health. It's an, they're trying to indict 
the country, who, by the way, Ronald Reagan's responsible for how poor our mental health, um, uh, you know, infrastructure is infrastructure is in this country. A Republican was responsible for fucking up, you know, the the actual help for people who have mental health problems. Mm-hmm. But they, instead of wanting to legislate our way out of this, which they could, they would rather just say they're crazy people. They're crazy. Well, all the crazy how people did, are saying your how did shit. He, how did he have the time to do that when he was ignoring AIDS? <laughs> yeah, right. Know, right? And bold, bold statement for a guy whose brain was running on half yo, a cylinder. You know, yo, yeah. that guy could multitask his hatred. Yeah. Yo, but like a motherfucker. That, that motherfucker's fuel light was on for like six years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you can argue, I guess there's arguments there for that there is a severe mental health crisis that is adding to that. But... Every time that we try to put something forward to actually provide socialized medical care, health care for people, especially mental health care, it all gets I told shot you, man, down. They don't they don't care about people, man. They don't they care about power and money. And that's, that's true it. of all poli- all establishment politicians. I don't agree with that. I will because that's saying that the people that are trying to do good things are the same as the people that aren't. Sure. That, I don't think that's well, true. Well, I'm not trying to equivocate and say both sides. I'm just saying that, you know, Pelosi does have a bunch of Pelosi's a corrupt. In it. Yeah, and that's oh no, what I'm I, w- I would love like- to send Nancy Pelosi on a 50-year trip to Mars. Yes, that would be okay. But I'm don't hit her husband that. with a fucking but hammer. Don't beat her husband savages. with a hammer. Nancy yeah. Pelosi isn't going to fucking overturn Roe v. Wade. Nancy Pelosi isn't going sure. to take away Medicare and Social Security. Like we've got to draw a line in the sand. Like yeah. yes, they're corrupt shitheads. But are they worse than the other corrupt shitheads? It's a it's a matter of levels to this. Well, and Sean said it. Sean said equivocation. We're making equivocation between parties, which is false. No, Mm-mm. right now no, they are not. They, they're there is no leg to stand on when you just attacked the the speaker, the speaker of the house. Of the house. And, yeah. Attacked her home and beat her husband about the head and neck with a hammer. You have lost the higher ground. And, dude, you've and lost she the plot. shut the fuck up for five minutes. That's what I'm saying. And they can't. They can't. This is their, their, their entire... The only way that they stay as powerful as they are is by consistently bombarding the dumb people that want to hear what they have to say. And I always say it. I always say it on the show. It's hard for me to think that it simply doesn't come down to I hate poor people and I hate people of color. Oh, but and it, gay it people. Anybody that's not straight. True. I mean, ultimately, yeah. Any Anybody that's not a Christian nationalist now is not a Republican. You can't be Adam Kinzinger. Yeah. You can't be moderate at all. And he's a piece of shit. But at least he understands that January 6th was a bad thing. The, the, the apologizing by the right for every bad act that is committed has gotten to the point, like, he said it, I can shoot people in the middle of the street and I'd still get elected. And he did. And I'll say this, as any intelligent human being in the United States of America would do, I follow Kevin Sorbo. God, he's such a piece of on, fucking shit. I hear on, he's, and he was a terrible actor. I hear he's doing well. He's killing it. Grifting. <laughs> his response, which I'm telling you right now, we're going to hear more of this. Did this actually happen? Is this yeah. staged? Yep. Why wasn't there security at Nancy staged? Pelosi's house? It's why really are, Antifa. 
this is an October surprise. Did he say, I recognize Basically, terrible acting when I see it. Yes. Oh, and he does <laughs> as well. He should. Yeah. Um, he this. They're going to frame this as an October surprise, and it's all bullshit. I don't know why my tablet is doing that, but we'll deal with that later. But you guys understand what I'm saying? Like, there. This is such a grift that's happening right all now. All of it from and, Trump down is a grift. This and, is yeah, and they need the grift. Because this is bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is bad that you have incited violence. You've been open about inciting violence. Mm-hmm. And now violence has fucking happened right. towards one of mm-hmm. the high, most, like the third most powerful, powerful person, person in the United States. In the yeah. United States of yeah. America. This is a, a violent act towards pe- someone. To touch on equivocation again, I don't think that any kind of violence like this should be happening to any people that hold political office. However, I feel differently about actors. If you want to take a hedge trimmer to fucking Kevin Sorbo's kids, go right ahead. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just kidding. Jokes, jokes, jokes. I'm just joking. Remember the last time this happened, Sean? I know. Um, I don't even know if he has kids. Is Kevin Sorbo going to call my clients? <laughs> that, you're right. There's. I know. It's delicious. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll um, talk about that. When you talk about grifting that's literally all we have now you have herschel walker you have jd vance you have fucking um there's so many people running for senate running dr oz again these are people that don't care about anything other than their own bottom line they literally don't care they don't have a platform they don't have policies their only thing they're running on is they're Democrats. They're bad. That's, That's it. it. That's literally it. That's uh, it it's it's pathetic that it's working, but it is. We talked last week about possibly the House will be flipped. I wonder what the new 538 is going to be, but it was in the 90s. This and, could have impact. Well, okay. So let's let's If talk, it doesn't, holy Shit. Hey, let's, dude, the let's fucking talk pussy about grabbing thing had no effect nothing, on the presidential uh, nothing. in Let, Well, Herschel Walker's second abortion. He's still tied in the polls. Let's talk about the 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 honest truth. If if the Republicans get the House, mm-hmm. which looks like they might do, I've got some good news about that, by the way, real quick. And if the Democrats control the Senate and the presidency, all that that's going to mean is they will not get any money to do the things they want to do. Bad. Okay? Congress holds the purse strings. So, like, student debt, certain other things, they might be able to muddy those waters, the infrastructure bill. Uh, However, what they won't be able to do is pass anything to fuck people for the next couple years. And if that's all we get to hang our hat on, then I guess I'll hang my hat on it. Good news, I had within two days of living here in old Durangi, two young, couldn't have been more than 19 years old, 20-year-old, lovely young ladies knocking on my door to um, campaign for Barbara McLaughlin, which is a state, she's going for a state senate. Uh, We went to a dinner with our friend Blake Crouch that he hosted where she spoke She's a very intelligent lady. She's running for state senate. The reason I mention that is this. Two things. We have now young people involved in the cause. This isn't your grandmother going out and canvassing. These are young people that are so inspired to go do the right thing. Very hopeful. And I want to say that. And number two, 
by all metrics that are provided, 40% of Gen Z is going to go out and vote. That's very promising for choosing the right side. How much how much more is that than the average of of that of the younger generation by about 20 25%. Yeah, that's a huge, I was, was going to say swing, huge. that's swing so territory. We talked about it about Adam Silver, right? About the only thing he can't put in the Nate, algorithm Nate is Nate I said Adam Silver. That's, that's okay. the commissioner of baseball. Yeah. Whatever. Basketball. Uh, <laughs> right. So the silver guy has an algorithm. Silver at 538. 538. Yeah. Uh, Famously predicts a lot of cool shit. Yeah. The only thing he can't predict is voter turnout. Yes. Yeah. That is the only wild card to the algorithm. So I'm hoping, obviously praying he's wrong. Mm -hmm. Turnout will determine this midterm thing. No. If we turn out, we're not. We win. I mean, 100%. That's always been the case. no fucking doubt about it. If turnout is high amongst blue voters, then there will... I'm not going to say it's a blue wave, but... It won't be a blue wave. It will be holding the Senate, holding the House. My squeak by? That's it. Yeah. And that's a monster victory. Monster victory. Yeah, you give give the administration two years knowing they're going to, you know, have to go run again. They may pull some wacky shit. And... They already have. We are sitting right now in Colorado District 3. I just checked this this morning. Adam Frisch, who's running against our good is he friend, up? friend of the Slobert. podcast, Lauren Bobert, is uh, within margin of victory. I mean, with margin of error. Four on, to seven? Almost, yeah. 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 Um, now, winning that would be a goddamn huge. miracle. Yeah, it would be. Because that is the most gerrymandered, fucked off well, district all, all it's we dog shit. All we do is, is, is win it once, and then we gerrymander that thing right and the fuck gerrymander back. gerrymander it right the fuck back. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. If the right wins... Boulder's in our fucking district. I know, right? <laughs> we get Boulder now. <laughs> We're just grabbing... And for district. some reason, Cheyenne. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. It's I don't not know even in our state. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting Des Moines. I don't know why. Um... No, but uh, let's all positive energy. You guys out there listening, go out and vote. I know you're breaths. tired of hearing it. What's that? And we do, and big breaths, and we just care about the oh, fact yeah. that yeah. we're voting. Like, just we know that not everyone that listens to this podcast sees things the way we see things. Yeah, I feel like we're probably closer than we know, but like being human, just to get involved people. in this process. This is a Huge yeah. election. People have no re- idea how big this election is. I get there's people out there listening that don't really enjoy uh, rights for people and humanity <laughs> and um, taking care of your neighbor. Very Christian value, by the way. Taking oh, care of your neighbor. If Jesus um, came back, they'd, be all, Christian. they'd all crucify okay. him again and call him a hippie leftist piece of shit. Uh, without doubt. Yep. Well, doubt. as much as I love you guys shouting out my family... Bloomfield? I think we should talk about this really interesting whiskey that we I think before that we should introduce each other. How would how would we go about that? This is the whiskey reel. We are floating so high above Durango on Cloud City, feeling lovely. We've got lovely booze. We got lovely people. We are feeling nothing but beautiful for you all. We will talk about more about the 200th episode, which is what you're listening to. However, first things first, let's go old school. Sitting to 
my right is the Hodor of Durango. (laughs) He is the chuddiest of buddies. And he is literally a chameleon because he could look at two different people in two different places. One of my truly good friends, and I appreciate him so much for being one of the kindest, sweetest guys I know. That's no bullshit. Welcome back to the show, the chuddiest of buddies, Sean Moriarty. Oh, thank you. And to my right is the Bobby Duke. He is the unofficial county commissioner of Tallahassee. (laughs) Bobbeth Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises. First of all, thank you so much for calling out this guy. We have to actually say, welcome back. Yeah. Before I introduce the guy to, across from me, thank you so much for coming back. Of this course, is I can't miss episode our 200th episode. It's, it's a big deal. It's crazy. This is four years, mathematically, mathematically. that we're doing this. Yeah. It's If you look at it as ours... It's we're probably topping three to three hundred and fifty hours of recorded material, which, if you break down into days, would be somewhere in the neighborhood of about two hundred and twenty-five solid days, solid recording. days of work that I've spent my time. That's how they train Navy SEALs now, by the way. They just it have is. them try to listen to our <laughs> podcast for two hundred days it plus. Won't straight. work. Yeah, if they make it past five days, they're in. That's what's up. Yeah. Across from me, you hear his sultry tones. He's a silver fox. Blake Crouch says so. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) No, he's amazing. He is the hammer of destruction. Mm -hmm. He will haunt your fucking dreams and fuck up your day job. Although right now he doesn't have one, which is kind of fucking amazing. I'm saying semi-retired. Semi-retired. Wolfgang Fuck has hung up his non-stick flatware. (laughs) I've dropped my skillet, boys. I've dropped my skillet. Mr. Sir Antonio Branderas of the Roan Banderas's Frander. I can't say it. I can't even say it. I can't even say it. I want to add a new nickname for Aaron. That oh, hell yeah. Well, Let's do it. Please, because I'm fucking this up. And it's nerdy as fuck. Brandolph the Gray. I, that's good. I like that. Brandolph nice. the Gray is actually well, super solid. I just called you the Hodor. I just called you the Hodor of Durango. I know, and then it so. kind of got me thinking into the yeah. realm of orcs and elves and shit. Well, that so was I'm just Game of Thrones. Bobby I know, but Game of Thrones is sort you know of I mean. in the mystical True. True. science. You know, True. I'm so just the Bobby dude. Fantasy. That sucks. I dude, I forgot. I'm responsible literally for grief. I was sitting here thinking I was going to do him. That's I was sitting painful. here thinking I was going to do him, and then they're like, "You like start introducing me," and I was just panicking, like I forgot all. Okay. Of oh, you mean the change up that he threw yeah. without telling us? No. Nope. Yeah. I, I was going with my go with your gut. Kids. I forgot all your handles, dude. While he was doing that, I was like, Bobby "Really?" Oh, Bobby Duke, I remember you. You were always the proponent of. I made the list. The Van Noyes Bitchwater Fortune. Oh, that was yours. Damn. That was your the thing. Van Noyes Family Bitchwater Fortune. Yes. Edit that part into the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Stabbin is anyway, your also yeah. Captain Stabbin. <laughs> we've never said that before, have no, we? No, I'm just throwing new ones uh, out for okay. everybody. God, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've got some deeper cuts later, but we'll talk about that. Hey, um, speaking of deeper cuts. Yeah, brother. This is the worst segue. I love it. What? 
We're drinking whiskey, and we bought something we don't even know what the fuck it is. So what you're saying is it's deep cut. It has. See what I mean? Nothing but a black and white weird label with a a very cartoonish hand. It's in the same vein of like, you remember the old like dove peace symbol? Dude, it looks like peanuts. Okay. So yeah, it does. It looks a little keep, bit like the original no, no. Woodstock poster. Yeah. Yeah. Keep turning the label, and I'll post this on social. There's a spoon. There's just a weird spoon at okay. the elbow. Listen, well, hold yeah, on. That's One second. One second. One second. The elbow. I just want to give happening? a cov- I want to give a caveat. Mostly female listeners out there. If you ever meet a guy with a tattoo of a cooking utensil on him, don't speak to him. Run away. They're not good people. The pastry chef you want to date that has a whisk on his fucking forearm is the wrong guy for you. I'm going to give that as a caveat to everybody. He's going to be great with your kids. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Just watch Sid and Nancy... And yeah. you will understand what your future is. Yeah. This is how <laughs> all of this ends up. Is at the Chelsea Hotel? Oh yeah, bleeding out on a bathroom floor, dirt baggery. Yeah, yeah. that's I'm how sure, you. I'm end pretty up. sure Pete Davidson has tongs tattooed on his upper arm. Let's talk about Makes him sense. later. That um, fucking guy. So we went down. Um, Bobby bought this, but I just want to tell a quick story. We went down to <laughs> Wagon Wheel. <laughs> gets longer. We went down to Wagon Wheel Liquor, who is a sponsor of the program. They're great people. They and every time I go down there, which is probably twice a day, don't judge. It's a cry for help. Uh, it's, it's a cry for help. It's a cry for help. Uh, <laughs> every time I go into Wagon Wheel Liquor, nobody's answering. It's great. <laughs> it's great to, you know, it's like cheers. You go in, everybody's like, hey, you're like, hey, and you go in, you pick your shit up. It's How fantastic. you's doing? How you's doing? They're not even from the East. I know. They're from like Minnesota. So I met the owner today, which I've never met the owner. His name is James. And we all met the owner. Sweet. Really, really, yeah. really nice guy. Sweet Came guy. over, introduced himself. The GM of uh, Wagon Wheel is Mark. I know him. I worked with him for years. So I've just been kind of dealing with him the whole time yeah. by virtue of the whiskey reel. But it was really great to meet James. He came over to see if we needed help. Found out we were part of the podcast and was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I listen. What do you guys need? Whatever you need. And so we started talking uh, whiskey. In the meantime, I saw this label and went, Bobby, Bobby. And I handed it to him. And he looked at it and was like, yep, let's do this shit. Um, But I want to give a shout out to James is why I brought that up. Good to meet you, brother. And, very, uh, very good to meet. We, he was a very uh, sweet guy. He had we have a lot, a lot of, other of good recommendations too. He was. He like, did. He was in step with what you felt about all the other things the, that he was. The pointing problem out. with trying to help us at that store is we probably know the skews better than You're everybody like Ron who works Swanson there. And Home Depot, I know more than you. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. very, it's, <laughs> it's very difficult to trip us up over at the wheel. But Bobby, what did we buy today? Because it's kind of exciting. Well, unfortunately, they don't sell bacon and eggs because that's what I want right that, now. Thank you. What you think you heard me say was get me a lot of bacon and eggs. I want eggs, all the bacon and eggs. What I said was bring me all the so bacon and eggs. So I know nothing about this. Nope. Um, I will tell you what I know from this particular label. It now, won't say shit, but it, a master song. It tells today. us a lot of what we need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a Kentucky whiskey. This mm-hmm. is a Kentucky-based artisan distillery out of Crestwood. Now, I don't know Crestwood. Everybody knows Crestwood. Particularly. Crestwood? 
Yeah. Am I an idiot? Where is Chris? Do we all just know Chris? No, nobody no, knows. Right. I didn't know that we all just knew Chris. Would. <laughs> it's weird. Was that was that um, the golf, was that the the country club from Caddyshack Two? I I think it was. That I think it after was Bushwood in. got blown up in the first one. That might after have been. Uh, Jackie Mason took yeah, over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You mean the good years? Kind of a disaster. It was a um, no, this is actually a celebrated rye whiskey. This is a rye, mm-hmm. not which for Kentucky is a little odd because yeah. they are purveyors of bourbon whiskey. That they like is, their corn. They like their fifty-one percent corn. Corn. Um, they probably smack their girls around a little bit. Too, I like but corn like, whiskey. I, I like <laughs> corn holing fucking homeless people when they pass out. I guess I. Like, I edit that part out yeah no uh so this is called ryan sons right as in r-y-e right not um, ryan it's now Rye. so there's a guy named andre houston and it's not houston there's an e mac. in it andre, so I think mac. It's andre houston mac right um he's a very very famous sommelier and winemaker wow. and he decided for some beautiful reason to move to fucking Kentucky and make rye whiskey. Well, which I, I think is beautiful and paid for it. I would hope so. But yeah, he he's not living in Kentucky. Because yeah, I don't know why would you live in Kentucky? I don't know. Um, oh, Mitch, what are you doing there, Turtle Boy? They ain't got water. So there. one funny thing they say on the label is Mac honors the tradition of Americans' first whiskeys while refusing to be constrained by to. Let me repeat that. To while refusing to be constrained by it, I refuse. And in his hands, an old classic becomes something entirely new. Now, my question to you, gentlemen, yes, sir, that I use loosely, is: Do you agree with that? I think this is a interesting fucking spirit, delicious as fuck. Yes, sir. Dude, I just don't know why yet, dude. I so Aaron poured a little bit for all of us in yes. with ice because your rule is if anything's over ninety proof, you automatically are putting an ice cube. Or yeah, I'm oh, gonna yeah, do this that. This is uh, ninety-seven point five. So I tasted yeah. it, and it's so smooth and so I, I so I wow. took a little bit out of the bottle. And I let it sit on my tongue for a good 10 seconds and felt no burn, which for a 97 Makes group, no sense. Makes no sense. None. It's got, uh, it, what I said to Aaron too was, I let, it's got, you know, it's got all the flavors that we want. It's got nice caramels. You, on the nose, you said you got like peppercorns and things, but sure. it, I feel like it would disappear into almost every cocktail. This is something you have to drink by itself unless. I, I thought. That this could hold up to an old fashioned. Mm. I don't think it would hold up to a Manhattan. It would not. Um, in See, my opinion, if I'm you arguing. were to if you were to take your foot off the brakes on sugar, this might be able to fucking blow out and sing. If you were to mix it with sugar, like a quarter ounce. ounce of sugar, quarter ounce tops, it's, it's gonna fuck. It, it's gonna fuck it up. This is a sipping whiskey. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. If you mixed it with like ginger ale or something, it'll probably be great. I, I'm not saying it'll it wouldn't taste be. like ginger. I just don't <laughs> think you're going to get the full scope of it, even at 97, percent which is typically you're getting into those percentiles where you want to mix it, you want to do something. I don't know what the fuck um, Max doing. Um, and by oh. the way, this guy's he's got he's got legs by the by who he is as a psalm. I don't know what they did post distillation. I don't. So what on the nose? I'm getting almost rum notes. Mm. There's a cane sugar 
vibe sweet to this whiskey. It's, sure. it's 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 like a burnt sugar. It's a brown sugar. You, you mentioned brulee. Now, yes. for me, for you can't smell. If you've ever tried to smell sugar, put your face in a vat of sugar. No, you can't. It doesn't have smell. What you're smelling is everything that happens after the sugar's turned into something else, which is either burnt or diluted or infused. Sugar doesn't have a smell. So when we think sweet, we have to relate it to something. It doesn't smell like sugar. Smell That's like not a sugar. thing. It smells like it's burning. Originally said, it, it smells, smells like brulee. It smells like burnt sugar. Or it smells like something infused, something sweet. It smells like banana. Apple, you have to be specific. I forgot my. I forgot no, no, my no. I'm just training. saying. Uh, that's what makes this so interesting because there isn't an inherent sweetness that comes through. What I got was spearmint. I got fucking rosemary, and I got um, I got some real weird. I got some brulee stuff too. It's very challenging on the nose, and I was going, "What the fuck is happening right here?" Because it didn't smell hot. The alcohol didn't blow off the no. liquid. It's got a hair of um, medicinal quality to it. That I there's I, an antiseptic yeah, sort of quality. Nothing to it. crazy Any, about anything that. that high ABV is going to have that sort of medicinal yes. smell, right? And, and and I don't even necessarily mean astringency, but more like um, like like a Nyquil kind of. Like a pinch of Nyquil, <laughs> I, I Which, just like, like anise or 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 um, just I could get that. Maybe maybe like that's that, like a touch of like eucalyptus. Eucalyptus would be more apt for the wood they're using, right? Because that's part of American oak. Camphor. Oh, that's actually not nice. Actually, that's not a bad because yeah. I I went spearmint, which yeah. camphor okay. Okay. would be. I like that. Very oh, akin. Yeah. Why we're mentioning all this is because Bobby, how much did we pay for this? Oh God, it was like thirty five, thirty four bucks. bucks. Well, you're yeah. gonna pay thirty four bucks. We don't pay that. But yeah, but it was pay. super inexpensive. This is this is a honest, nice bottle. Honestly, one of the more interesting ryes I've had in a very long time. I've had really good ryes, but they're traditional. This they, is not a traditional, traditional rye. Means they usually kick in the teeth. Hot black Hot, pepper. Black let's pepper, go. Strong black pepper. Um, but for almost a hundred proof, yeah, man, I may say this is one of the better rides we've had on the program in years. I mean, from a value standpoint, I don't live in Kentucky. I don't know what it's like there. Thank God. But my guess is that what we're tasting is sort of a terroir kind of thing, considering that this is a very, very renowned winemaker. Yeah. Well, and we don't. Why know. would he not find? The, 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 the best ride and the se- best ride that like the fucking, best grapes that would kind of represent yeah, like these, the, the like terroir a, of this is heritage rye crop or something. Like, this is what's interesting. Just because it's made in Kentucky didn't doesn't mean they sourced the rye somewhere else. True. So I'd be well, interested in when this gets legs. It could be from a brand Indiana. new. Bo- yeah, probably is. By the way, chances but are when. What's interesting about this, it's a brand new bottle and it's vintaged. This is a 2022. This is some winemaker shit. I'm wondering if they're not going to hold on to bottles so that people can create verticals and tastings and shit like that. If he's an MS, if he's a master, then they know that that's where some money is down the line. But this is... Guys, this is as well made as anything we've had. And the last thing I would say, there's no restraints whatsoever on where he procured his oak. 
So this could as be long, this could be fucking Hungarian oak for all we know. Well, and mm-hmm. Hungarians poor man's French. Yes. It doesn't impart as much of anything. But you know but what I'm I saying? I guarantee you it's American oak. We just don't necessarily know. It doesn't say I've looked on the website, I've looked on their map. Nobody bill. knows they shit don't, about they this. They don't nobody knows shit but, about this. But Bobby, when you said you said camphor you were pointing well, out. Well, no, Sean said camphor. I know. I, I, I said eucalyptus. I said you said camphor. What's the fucking you difference? Pointed at me. But What's listen, I don't know. They're both ingredients in Icy Hot. I know that. No, no, no. <laughs> Camp, camphor is like a more minty. It is. But it is also, Sorry. it is an ingredient. You said eucalyptus. Yeah. yeah. Camphor. Experiment. We literally just picked out all the tertiary flavors of American oak. Yeah. 100%. There's no way this is an American oak. Okay. No way. I'll buy that. Yeah. I will say I'll and it's that. it's fantastic. I would if I had seen if I see this from now on and I'm wanting to go for a rye when I want a rye I'm usually mixing it a or I want to get rye. kicked in the face. So I would not pick this for a rye. I would pick this as a rye instead of a normal sipping whiskey like a like a really smooth bourbon or a Yeah, really, this is or like just red a sipping whiskey. Let's call it that. That's all Forget it is. about the rye. It, is. it really doesn't matter. It's sipping whiskey. What so, a lovely choice, by the way, for our 200th bram, bram, bram. fucking episode. I know. We're, all, we're like we the Simpsons about- of podcasting. We're, there's no right end in sight. Can we take a moment to recognize that we've done four plus years yeah. of fucking recording this It's podcast. pretty crazy. Um and yeah. I did like a few episodes before you guys with those other idiots. Well, God let's bless. talk about that. God we rest their souls. I think they're both dead. I think they're both dead. I think they're dead. I haven't um, seen Hans or Doug. Well, no, years. actually, Hans is uh is in Las Vegas right now. Really? He is. I reached out to Hans um, because you wanted to be like, yo, guys. We wanted to take a moment. Um, sort of the body of this podcast just to sort of harken back to what this podcast actually is how it got started why the fuck we're all sitting here and you guys are listening to us um, I did reach out to, to um, Hans oddly enough I didn't reach out to Doug it was weird he doesn't have a phone I did. Yeah, probably. You, can't, um, you gotta write. You gotta write something on the bathroom wall at 11th Street, and then he'll answer it, and you gotta right. go back a week later and yeah, see. Yeah, no, I gotta, I gotta send things through tertiary. Uh, I, I think he has a. <laughs> I love you, Dougie. We're just fucking. I think he has a deer tag. Do we? I, no, he has I, a deer I, tag. <laughs> we track him and his migrational patterns. Yeah, I, uh, I reached out to Hans. Uh, Hans was the guy that brought me into this. Hans Hollenbeck. Um, I think I had the idea for the movie thing. He wanted to do something spirit associated. He came up with, I will say this, full disclosure, Hans came up with the name. Hans Hollenbeck came up with The Whiskey Reel as a name. 100%. I will give him that. Which is an offshoot of his original podcast, Unreal. To real, unreal to real, which they started God seven or eight years ago, and I've I've appeared on that a few times, and you know those they don't really they don't keep, do anything anymore. they don't keep up with anything they're not they're not really doing that anymore, and that's fine. I mean, we all move on from things other than us, I guess. But like, but anyways, um, I did reach out to Hans. Hopefully, he will leave us a voicemail. I would love to hear his thoughts and feelings about this. If nothing, I'll just bring him on next week and have a conversation with him. But when he gets back from Vegas, because He's a gambler. I think yeah, he's got he a problem. 
Well, he was a dealer for years, wasn't he? No, nah, he's yeah. got a problem. It's a like, sports no, thing, he's, right? He's got a whole thing. It's a sports thing, right? <laughs> no, he's a poker guy. Oh, yeah. he's a poker guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Those are different guys. I thought he was guys. a dealer, though, didn't Wasn't that his occupation for a while? Uh, yes. Yeah. And I you meant you a poker dealer, not a drug dealer. Yeah, I mean a dealer at a okay. casino. Yeah. Because when you say dealer... I know. Okay. You could, I was talking about uh, uh, used vehicles. Yes. Yeah. He's a guy that... I'm not going to say he's the best guy I've ever sat at a table with, but I wouldn't necessarily say, oh, you should definitely play poker with him because he's not a mark. You know right. what I mean? Like at a table of eight, yeah, he's, he's probably, probably taking top four, top five. Definitely. Yeah. He's going to be that guy. He's going to play. He, he's going to play. There you go. Hans is a smart, intelligent guy. Thank goodness. Um, I've had so much fun with those guys over the years. We brought on, I think, Aaron first. No, Aaron, you did a guest spot, and then you just, then they were like, I like this dynamic. And you, it was you, Dougie, you, Bobby, and then, uh, and Hans. Yeah, I did. I was in ones. like this really weird group setting for a while. It was like, oh, the first one was a nightmare. It was like you a pod- said you had like an audience. Please, and right? Go on. No, yeah. it was like a podcast orgy. It, it was like night. It was like nine or ten people in a room with an ambient mic. We were watching Beetlejuice. Um, oh shit! It I, we we we. It became clear within about thirty minutes or so that Bobby and I had like quips. Like we were throwing in zingies and it became pretty clear that everybody else was just kind of meandering Mm -hmm. and we were throwing in little daggers that were funny um, and it became pretty obvious. And then the next time I came on, I forgot what we watched, but it was just me, Bobby, uh, Dougie Fresh and Hans and the same sort of energy started building, collecting. Uh, Bobby and I kind of vibed. Uh, more so than I vibed with anybody else. Doug was always fun. Like, we had some great moments on that podcast. But, um, you know, Dougie's got his own life. Like, I can't say be here Saturday at 2 and rely on him. Um, He'll admit to that. Yeah. Uh, But it became clear that Bobby and I were interested in doing this. Mm -hmm. And shortly after that, before we even got an opportunity to record our first dual sort of whiskey reel, just him and I. He asked Hans for permission to use and like everything was cool. We booked it. We banked all the archive shit. We even got the old intro, got all that shit. And then we and then fucking Bobby was well, like Bobby I got Hans, a guy. I played hockey with Hans. Bobby so was like, I got yeah. a guy. And he's podcasted already before. And that's really where it came he's from. Already Hans been... was doing the, the technical stuff, and he goes, hey, that Moriarty guy knows how to do all the shit, and I don't want to do it Yeah, anymore. but I, that's not how it was presented yeah. to me. The only caveat, that, and that's exactly what I was going to say, the only caveat to that that I would say, and maybe you weren't part of that conversation, is we had done one episode with Sean. We brought him on. Was it Friday? It was like a... Fuck it. We watched it was like, like Friday or something. I don't know. We watched Predator Friday or something. You got something. all that, you dickheads. All you dickheads watch Friday, huh? Yeah, <laughs> that must have been amazing. But no, you were there. Yeah, you were there. It was the three of us. It That's was, right. Oh, I forgot about that. It was the, all three of us and, and Hans. That was years ago, man. And I think you and I started a text conversation that next week. I was like, dude, you know what would be cool <laughs> is if we just started doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I remember actually, that moment. I, and I guess you're right because of the hockey thing. You reached out to Hans. No, Hans reached out to me. It, did he? Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. And that's, yeah, like 
he gave the uh, passwords and logins and IP or whatever. Yeah, I remember that over to Sean, and then yeah. that's he yeah. said, "I don't have time. I barely have time." And to then real to real, and then right. we that that organically, by the way, and I love using that word because that's truly how this whole it's thing how it built. happened. It was effortless. It was organic. Like all of a sudden, and we didn't fucking know each other, Aaron. No, you and I barely like we barely. knew each other from barely, uh, barely restaurant barely. association stuff. But like, yeah, but it was we really, didn't really light. Talk. It yeah. was, there wasn't any deep digging, None. so it no. was kind of interesting. He presents himself so well. I thought he was like the, I was like this guy's like a real adult. I don't know if. And then I listened to the podcast. And, was and like, then he oh, went, shit. "Oh, he's a dickhead. He's just like us idiots." Well, and the honest <laughs> truth is, like Aaron and I barely knew each other. Yeah, I mean, we had met. We had we had hung out a few times but yeah. we didn't like know each other we met like, up in that guy's garage that one time who's no longer with us and like drank, Jeff and drank 32 uh, year Lafrogue. we drank <laughs> probably three thousand dollars worth Sweet of whiskey shit I mean um, and I'm it, saying that it was uh, a earnestly ma- it was a magical night we drank thousands but, of dollars but we connected, whiskey. We connected, and all we did was talk about Wu-Tang Clan all we talked about is music <laughs> and hip hop and I was like this dude's cool haven't met a lot of cool guys in Durango in the years I've been here so we connected we vibe so let's flash forward it's us three now we're in a room together right and we thought it would be a fucking great idea to not just record one episode but to record two episodes in one day. Well, but you guys were already doing a whole movie in one sitting. Yes. I suggest that we just split that up in, because we, you guys were trying to stick to movies that were like 90 minutes so that it wasn't too much. And we were like, well, you That's said, right. let's do longer movies. We could split. And then I was like, and we could split it up into two episodes. And then however, we thought that would be a great however, idea. What we forgot was in order to do two episodes... We would have to have two whiskeys. <laughs> two okay. bottles. So yeah, of two whiskey. bottles. Imagine, if you will, dear fans, in a world. In a world. Um, we did like two, two and a half hour movies. We did some fun fucking movies. And what we would do is we would do the first literal half of the movie with one alcohol and then pause and do the second half of the movie on the same day yeah. with the second alcohol. Now, wow. even if you're moderate in your consumption of the first alcohol, that next one gets loosey fucking goosey, Dude, boy. Those are and, all cancelable episodes. No, they're no, no. We took them down. Them, they're they're still and, able to be activated. I think. Okay, I I have access to all those episodes. I will never. They're horrible. I guess we could pull ever. like the non-cancelable bits and make a best of the yeah, old days or something. Be, but there'd be fifteen minutes. It would be a 15-minute episode that might be a, no, from so like hours of content. Let's be fair to ourselves. There's probably a there lot was some more good, really good material. Funny shit. Yes, but there was, are moments when there we're was just mo- like, inward, inward, we hate <laughs> Yeah, you know, There's, just being fucking idiots. That moment never happened. That never happened. But I don't know what you're there talking were, about. There no, were that, moments. That moment definitely No, happened. it literally never happened. <laughs> don't, that's not even funny to joke about. But I might have said the word, but it was definitely not... And word, and word. <laughs> no, no, um, it was calling so. me fat. You'd be like this, and word hungry. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, that because happened. You guys were like talking, and I was that, like, well, I, that, and, that and happened. House, now I was like eyeballing cereal. We, it was in your we, kitchen. Okay, but to be fair, you told us a story about 
ate seven meal or a seven course meal that yes. you would order from Jack in the Box. And we were like, Seven Jesus Holy Christ, shit. this inward oh, hungry. What? Yeah, what? I, would, <laughs> I old Jack in the Box, like my daily nighttime super high, super drunk order was like, it's but it was what you do at Taco Bell. It's like eleven items. Just bring just, it. Yeah, just bring it all. Uh, what do you have? You just say yes. Yeah. Should we should we revisit? Yeah. It? Yes. It was bacon. What would, like <laughs> what would you like to order? What would you like to order? Saying yes. yes. Just saying yes to life. So we had moments where we I had my old ex roommate, one of my best friends, Hanky Panky, like walk in the room and we shirtless. would just roast him Frequently and like, shirtless. It was we had some really fun moments in that. However, most of that needed to be archived. It's kind of fucking not safe for work. It's kind of doesn't put us in a great light. Nope. We know why we said it. We know why we did it. And I'm not making excuses. And we, we never would. But these are guys at a bar saying shit. And that's and when we had like five listeners, so it didn't matter. It, was it like didn't matter. We, didn't, we, we felt with like our nobody would ever listen to us. So let's take a quick step forward. Yeah. We started recording at Aaron's new place, where, right. by the way, he had a fucking flying squirrel that bit the shit out of me. I mean, that should be noted. It's well, called a sugar glider. You deserved it. And it's still missing. How dare you? <laughs> yes. I wonder why it's missing, Bobby. What would you like me to tell my daughter? Did you let it out the fucking door? No, he, he bit me in the finger and got permanent herpes. He did. But, like... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> he, got a U, he got a UTI. He got a <laughs> UTI. Poor little guy. Oh, poor little um, guy. No, he's doing No, his sugar glider. But fucking his way through the Southwest. <laughs> exactly. His sugar glider lived in a goddamn cereal box. Yeah, it did. Which I made the mistake of looking in. Don't do and that. this fucking thing attacks me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so but anyway. smashed it? Did you so, kill the sugar glider? No, I, I wouldn't. Oh, listen. I thought you number, like, never told listen, anybody that you just one, it against the wall. I definitely it. gave it a flick. When you're <laughs> a flick of the wrist. When you're when you're a single dad of a six year old girl trying to figure out your next move in your life, you buy sugar glider. Just yeah, buy you the do. sugar glider. You that. just buy a sugar glider. That's part of the deal. Um so let's move forward. Well okay. You, we have to you, talk about you. we have to talk about what is still as of right now, the first episode that you'll ever hear on the Whiskey Reel thread <laughs> is the hundredth. No, it's the What About Bobbeth What episode. About Bobbeth. Oh, okay. Which we I have all the time. no memory of this. Okay. I can leave the room and go smoke a cigarette. You guys can talk. No, no, no. Oh, you got to be in here. Because you've listened to it in full now. Right? I have not listened okay. to it in full. You really so, haven't? Nope. Okay. It's still too hard. Here, nope. let me, let me ah. set up the premise nope. for this. I can't. Bobby, okay. We had so our much, usual day to schedule. discussed. We had our usual days scheduled okay, wait, to record. Wait, wait. Let's go back one more. Let me say for a second. There was there, when okay. we still were recording it at your old house. Yeah. Just setting the scene here. We still recorded at your old house. Bobby was dealing with some shit with relationship shit, so he would like bail on episodes last minute so he wouldn't show up. So it became a thing there for a little bit where it was like a source okay. with us. That's well, very fair. Okay. Well we were like we were like, is he gonna show up or not? That yeah. that's right. Okay. That's very so fair. We planned this, we booked it. To go back to it. Sean and I I think that's my headphone because that it? shit happened. The sugar glider ate it. Yeah. So so what okay. Consider Bobby wasn't there a lot. 
It were, he was there, but it would be. But I was, it would I was be, in a state of flux. It would be you were in a state the of flux. Second part it of would one be movie intermittent. episode, and then the first part of another movie episode, and then wouldn't be there because we right. sometimes right, we right, fucked right. up and did it backwards, where we do the last part of one movie and the yeah. first half of one movie. It was intermittent. Yes. Okay. So Sean and I are waiting for Bobby. Perfectly normal. We time goes on, time goes on. Sean and I look at each other. We're like, let's just fucking do it. But we're like, you know what's different? Let's put Bobby on blast for not yeah. making well, it. He did text us and say, hey, I need a ride. I need a ride. And I showed up to the Tav and was waiting in the parking lot. I forgot about that part. Yeah. So trying to text him. Bobby like, says, I need Weirdly, a ride. So did I. <laughs> Bobby says, I need a ride. Sean drives down the street. It wasn't that far. It was like a five minute drive. Yeah. Drives down the street, Bobby's not there. Calls him, not there. Da-da-da, not there. Calls me and was like, what should we do? I was like, well, fuck it. He's he's hogging right now. So let's go back to the fucking place. Your ball's deep in some fat girl. So from the TAF. From the TAF. Because you're at so TAF. And they have those there. TAF. And so let's I got a great story about that that happened last night, but I'll, I'll do that off air. I know that story, so, too. I know. By the way. Sounds great. So, Sean and I start recording. Because what else are we going to do? And we start laying into Just Bobby. Laying. We're like, we're gonna oh, make this whole episode I bet Bobby died underneath a woman. Oh, yeah. I bet Bobby did this and Bobby did that. We were just fire branding him. I've heard some of it. It was pretty amazing. Some of it was funny. Some of it was mean. But you know what? In our state, after driving out to go pick him up and waiting and all that shit, we were kind of pissed off. So we do it. We do it. We do it. Sean, like half. Tell me, tell me what happens next. I get like I'm starting to get a text, and it's there's a lot of consonants and no vowels. Yes, uh, and I'm like, oh my god, he seems fucked up. And you're like, I'm not. I think it was something along the lines of like, hey, bros, I'm not okay. You're right, super right, 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 right. vague about all of it. And <laughs> then I was just right. like, I don't know. What's? I was like, dude, are you okay? Where are you? And he just, you just said hospital. And I were like, what the fuck? And then that's when me and Aaron went. Uh, I guess Bobby's uh, <laughs> like seriously in trouble right now, and we oh feel like God. total it fucking was surreal. Assholes. It was surreal, and that's why yeah. you should listen to the whole episode because it'll be very therapeutic and cathartic for you to get to the point where Is it, you realize that we care yeah, so much that we, were we like, stop and we're like, "Holy shit!" Fuck. Okay, so can I ask you, Bobby? You've never done this. I don't want you to explain details of what transpired per se, but I want you to give an overview. From your I, side of the table. Start with from when no. you texted me and said, okay. I'm at the Tav. Come Everybody pick me shut up. up. No, no, no. Everybody <laughs> shut up. I'll start sooner. Right. Um, that was a Sunday. We used to record on Sundays. Sundays, yes. Mm-hmm. I was a bartender for brunch at El Moro on yes, Sundays. And so I was always, I mean, not drunk, but like, a little tipsy. you know how it is to be a bartender at a place like Take El Moro. You're tuned up. I had been going through a breakup at this point. And I had started to kind of consort with another person. I was very, I'm not going to lie. You're so fancy with the way you put things up. I was infatuated. I was was infatuated with this girl. Okay. She was a manic pixie fucking dream girl. Also, the kind of girl that destroys your life and will make you fucking make you want to kill yourself. Right. So that 
Friday, I had spent that evening with that girl. She shows up at my Sunday morning brunch with another guy. Oh, yeah. Sick. Why wouldn't you do that? Sick. You're a manic pixie fucking that dream girl. sick, Why bro. wouldn't you show up and destroy my life? That so is did that, absolute right? <laughs> Thanks, business. Ramona Flowers. Yeah. Yeah, right. So Ramona Flowers <laughs> kind of shows up at my place of business. And I started drinking Fernet Broncos with Jason because I was like, what is fucking happening? happening. You know Why that are was you doing this? Why are you being fun. mean? Why are you being mean? Because you're a whore. You know what I mean? Why are you being mean? I never call her those kind of things to her. Just say. But I, so. Anyways, and I, so, I mean that in the clandestine sense. So when I got off work, I was like, they, they were like, uh, take your shot at the end of the shift or whatever. And I was like, no, I don't even want it. I'm getting the fuck out of I here. was already too drunk because right. I'd been just like, fucking like, fuck this. Right. And so I jumped on my scooter, <laughs> super smart, and I headed <laughs> up to the TAV. That doesn't it, require balance. But, hold anything. on. Explain the route. The route is up College Avenue. Not a big deal. No. But I will say this. When I got to the tavern, I was like, I walk in, I buy this bottle of whiskey, I buy a pack of cigarettes put them under the seat of the thing and I'm like I should go in the tab have a Guinness I got 15-20 minutes just a protein to meet shake. the boys that's not Whatever. Do any more harm I walk in guess who's there manic pixie dream girl god and with, Ramona Flowers with the guy and all the exes with the guy and I'm like oh fuck so I smash the fucking thing that's the moment I texted you I need a ride I need a ride because you're not I'm only not drunk okay. you're emotionally compromised too then she right. started talking to me uh, and I'm like oh Fucker. So I run outside. Dirty. I jump on the scooter, fired up. And then you head up I college to go around the college. Head around That's the right. college. Which, because I'm like, fuck this. So many people aren't this local. Person. This is kind of a disparate kind of road that goes up a mountain with windy turns, goes around Very the roundabout, windy, by the way. And then goes super windy on the back end. Back it's, down to it, another town. It's not San Francisco windy. But it's windy enough to where you've got to like chill. Like it, yeah. it's a pretty chill way to go down a hill, right? Here's the karmic punchline to this entire story. I hit that corner, which is a really tight corner that comes off a of college or gig line. Yeah, I think is right. the actual name of the. And it's the you go down that hill and you approach like. Jabos and yeah, Flor- yeah, yeah. Florida oh, Road. Florida okay. Road. So no, is that it's the one down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The super That's where tight corner. Yeah. There's a hairpin, right? Yeah, the there. hairpin. That I, hairpin. Yeah. I go turn, my front tire blows out. Jesus. Just, just blows out. <laughs> I go. Apparently, ass over I have no ass over tits. Ass over tits. Ass over tea kettle, as you would say, and I land. On my forehead. Yeah. On the asphalt. Your head was fucked up for a minute. Yes. Yeah. I I saw him in the hospital yeah. the next day. It yeah. wasn't cool. I, it was not great. So I landed on my head. I immediately lost time. Uh, apparently, I woke up when the police showed up. And, and you were still texting me. I was still texting you. Were still you still texting me. You're I like, was. That's hey, the man, funny part. And you're, like, and you're like, still come get me. And I was like, <laughs> By the way, where are you? And you go, I don't know, but come get me. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I had this weird thing in my brain because I was, at that point, I'm essentially brain damaged. Oh, yeah. You were I was for and, so fucked and up. And two it out. Still are. I, I, I don't know that anything's changed. Technically. So 
I'm standing there. You got a have, George Foreman thing going on right now. I have body cam footage of this. You do? Oh, yeah. They gave it to you? Like, is it their yeah. job? Oh, no, I needed it for, like, Wait, for your lawyer. Wait, do you have it? Somewhere. Can we see it? We need it? to see that shit. I'll find it. I mean, okay. maybe yeah. for somebody's it's painful. Birthday. It's painful. I just you don't have to watch fi- it with us, Bobby. We'll watch it I just had my 50th birthday. Before we move on, yes, I have body cam footage of me talking very coherently to the police, right? I mean, I'm actually like, I'm watching the body cam, but I'm like, God, now I was kind of like, I don't even know how they knew I was drunk. Was that and another then person? I looked at the, uh, I looked at the uh, police report and they were like, well, he had bloodshot eyes. And I was like, no, I had blood in my eyes. I, yeah. My That's eyes called, were, my uh, eyes were hemorrhage. literally full of blood. That's hemorrhage. And then, <laughs> I I wasn't bloodshot, but they were like, and we also smelled alcohol on his breath, and I was like, that could have, oh happened. yeah, that checks out, that checks yeah. out, <laughs> no, that adds up. I I probably had, I probably had alcohol. I uh, oh, shit. but I do remember literally on the body cam footage, me texting you like, dude, just come get me in word. I need you. I need uh, you right now. Dude, I'm like, like, where are you? Dude, if you, you. Saw a fucking, if you saw a forerunner pull up and Bobby just dives just into the backseat and, and just, they go. <laughs> the coolest funny. thing is the, the state troopers would have been like, hey, wait, did we get that guy's ID? No. He just did. left. They'll just show up at your house later. But no, it was a horrible fucking moment. It's the dumbest, I know. It's the but, dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. But, but you know what? With all that context, let's go it's back. less dumb. Hold it's on. More of Hold on. Let's go back. Emotional reaction. It's also back. the birth of our podcast. It's also one of the craziest moments of our podcast. So we find out all of this via text, via whatever. So the rest Adam, of the podcast, Jesse K, I believe, texted yeah, you. the no. rest of the podcast is spent guilting over the fact <laughs> that we wish Bobby death, and then he oh, actually he gets hurt. His scooter. Oh, we are shit, so crestfallen. <laughs> it turned into like a morning session of our friend that we thought might die. Yet we still because we had no the podcast, clue, though, and but we finished the podcast. <laughs> Professionals, bitches. Which, by the way, speeches. I appreciate 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you guys finished That was one of the best ones. Okay, one more, and then we'll take a break. Yeah, we got to I know we're running we're, we're, we're there. One more um, incident, which Uh-oh. is my favorite incident what? on the Whiskey Reel. And this is where Bobbeth Van Noys and Seanath Moriarty oh boy. almost killed each other. <laughs> was this all text-related? Wait, uh, all which, via text? Which time? All the... It's this was the bad one. <laughs> this is the one where there were meetings at parking lots, and I'm loading my Glock, and I'm fucking there in an all. hour. There was the it Black the most vitriolic sure. fucking text back, of, and it started literally from nothing. It started from like, "Hey, what do you think about fucking Daredevil?" And it devolved That's into. That's just an example. That's not I will real. crack your fucking orbital bone, and I will shoot you with my nineteen. <laughs> and it got so. De- I want and you Aaron's guys just sitting there watching, like, and I'm in the middle. Bling, bling, and then bling. Bobby at one point said, "Fuck you! You're in the middle. How does it feel to be fucking inconsequent?" I was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." Um, yeah. I want you mid. 
I want you no, guys. I what you said. Basically, I want you guys to explain that. Get angry and then immediately use everything that we've told each other in confidence as brothers to like destroy the other one emotionally. <sighs> yeah, I'm more guilty. <laughs> hey, of that. Bobby's like, yeah, I'm more. That's guilty me. Of that. We did that. <laughs> yeah, multiple yeah, times. Me. Multiple. Yeah. So, can you? Do yeah, you guys- well, your fucking wife hates you too. So. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel Can, sorry for your yeah. fucking so, wife. She's got a those giant fucking space between your eyes while she's on top of you. you so she can't look, look at, at you at the head. same time. We weren't so, the best to each other. No, no, no. There was some weird personal shit happening. I wish we could take <laughs> the time to scroll. It's By the way, there. this was not our plan for this no, podcast. This wasn't our plan. But I love but, this. But no, no, no. I wanted to make sure everybody who listens on a regular basis, all eight of you, understand that this is a labor of love this is not something that uh fucking transpires in a vacuum these are real people doing real shit and it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of commitment to do what we've done over 200 episodes and i'm not going to pat myself in the back i'm not going to pat bobby on the back or sean all i'm going to say is something that I've always believed in my whole life. I don't need you to, I don't need to toot our own horn. I need you to toot it for us. Yeah. Feel me? I don't need you to tell us how, I don't need me to tell us how good we are. I need you to tell us how good we are. So get on Apple, get on all those platforms and push out five stars, push out high ratings for us. If you love us, if you truly love us. Hey boys, it's Blake calling in from the set of Dark Matter in Chicago. Just wanted to wish you a very happy 200th podcast. Can't wait to see you uh, when I'm back over the holidays. Stay out of trouble out there in Cloud City. Cheers. We need to get to our sponsor. Oh, beautiful. Mountainside Entertainment presents a Ben Shapiro joint. Written and directed by burgeoning ingenue Gina Carano. When Tig and Gwen defeated the White Snakes and escaped to Bangkok, they never expected to meet another white devil, the China White. After a drug deal gone bad, to save their lives, they had no choice but to join an underground Thai fighting ring managed by none other than formerly female femme fatale, Gina Carano. Welcome to the snake pit, fuckers. These snakes don't fight, but they sure as fuck fight. Loosely based on elements from the film novelization of White Snakes by legend Hans Hollenbeck. This new film has been called Highly Actionable by Snakes vs. Creator Blake Crouch. After you've battled the night and embraced the white, now is the time to fight snakes. Coming to Clomper this fall. All right, everybody, we're back. If you want to send us a voicemail, you can send us one at 970-426-5344. Docs and butt liquor. 970-426-5344. Leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text, or you can hit us up via email at whiskeyreel at gmail.com or on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at whiskeyreel. Now, originally, I thought we didn't have uh, a voicemail, uh, and then it turns out... 
uh, a friend of ours may have gotten wind about our yeah, sponsor. Bobby has a furrowed brow. What's going? What's going on right now? You seem concerned. Well, I mean, he this gentleman's a, a longtime friend of this podcast, one of our greatest contributors. We've collaborated many, many times. Mm-hmm. And, Twice, you know, I, <laughs> many times, many successful, many, many successful. <laughs> And I'm a little uh, concerned about the tenor of this voicemail. I know. Uh, what's I going on? to it. Because uh, I haven't listened, but you uh, did and Carol did. I don't know what's going on from a licensing standpoint with uh, the, the, the Snakes verse. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Uh, but Blake seems to have some concerns. Well, let's listen. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is uh, Blake Crouch. Um, I was trying to reach the uh, Whiskey Reel. Look. I have heard through the grapevine that you guys are in talks with Gina Carano to make a movie called Fight Snakes. I don't know if you're aware, but I wrote a book that became a movie and it's called Night Snakes. And it was such a big success. I wrote a second book called White Snakes and it was even bigger. I own this property. And if you fuck with me, I will destroy you. Destruction. Holy shit, man! I don't. Well, like, is he, I, he's, is he he's like scorched fucking earth, dude. Is he serious right now? Because usually we're like, "Hey, boys, they just got another voicemail." Oh, you Jesus guys wanna... Christ! Yeah, what the? Uh, 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 yeah, I think so. How many okay. times have you called somebody and left a voicemail back to back? That's not good. Only when you're breaking up with somebody, right? It's not. Is he uh, breaking yeah, up with? Us? No, it's not good. Fuck. Hi, it's uh, it's it's Blake Blake Crouch again. Haven't heard from you. I left a message an hour ago. I, I don't think you know who you're fucking with, okay? When I say destroy you, look, okay, I'm just going to be real. I'm just going to be real. I was already I was already writing a book called Fight Snakes. It's about fighting snakes, not like fighting snakes. Like, it's about snakes that fight. Like, these are snakes that fight snakes. It's genius. So... If you don't want to get into a protracted legal situation, let's just talk. Maybe we can all sit down. Maybe I can write the screenplay. I would do it for scale. Let's talk. You got to call me back. Well, it's terrible that on this wonderful day, we've managed to piss our good friend Blake off enough to send us, I don't know, three voicemails in 65 minutes. And we're probably looking at some sort of legal battle that will last. I don't know three to five years it's gonna be great it's halloween you guys yes brother it it's my favorite time of year. this is it's, our christmas it's my time up there as a libra that's their time but right now down <laughs> it's here, our, right time. Now, our time it's our time yes baby. sir um, yeah this is our shit so yeah. we were just outside having a smoke and we just started talking horror movies and we gotta we gotta talk a little bit about this okay what the fuck by the way, listen to the Judgment Day on Whiskey Real Three. Yeah. It's pretty great. Speaking of which, has have Brett Goldstein's attorneys uh, not yet? <laughs> not yet. We're still waiting. I mean, when the fuck is Brett Goldstein ever going to hear my shitty podcast that no one listens to? <laughs> Trust me. Listen. Stop. I get. I'm going to make sure. listeners a week. And he's I'm coming gonna, at you. He's not coming at you all soft spoken like his real. He's coming. I'm going to make boy. sure he gets us. I guess. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, I'll just I'll I'll slide into my host mode. Do it. What is a movie, Halloween style, 
that scares you guys? Like, Sean, okay, you're wait, first. Context, all right, sweet context. Is this a movie that and we've already done this? Scared us when we were younger. Still scares us today. Like, what are you? I don't know because here's the thing. I, I think I? I think being scared is contextual. Yes, of course. May you I? know, yeah. I want. I will defer How about to Aaron. This? I yield my time. How about this? How about what movies? Think about this: is we we're adult men. We don't get scared arguable very in often. Case. Arguable well, in my case, well, I'm arguable. a large baby. We don't get scared very often. We may get a jump scare where we go, oh, shit, or maybe get some creepy shit where we're like, damn. Scaring on the levels of what we're talking about happens when you're a child. Okay. It happens pre-teen. Those movies that fucked us up. Primal fear. Primal, like scary, scary. Like, I can't function as a human being I can't go in the water a la Jaws I can't go down a hallway that's a good point I can't like, fucking I can't be in the dark that, it, some people cannot handle some people cannot handle arachnophobia no they can't handle yeah, it my daughter lost her fucking shit when I showed her arachnophobia she I can was watch like that eight. movie and it's, we look it's a cartoon it, to me we look at it yeah. it's silly yeah but when You're as an eight year old with a fear of spiders yeah. is more impactful. My brother, to this day, cannot is still horrified and cannot look at a xenomorph from any of the alien movies. Because when Stop he was like because when he was really, really young He's an adult. No, but when he was really young, he saw a preview on TV for the third one where the fucking thing comes right next to her face. And it horrified him so much that it's like psychologically really? ingrained. It created See, a scar. Okay. Katie has the same thing with snakes. She so, got like a saw snake when she, she should, was a kid. She should never yeah. watch Dyke Snakes. <laughs> so. <laughs> no what, context whatsoever. What, no context. So what I'm saying is there's a lot of things. Coming is, to a theater. Nerd. <laughs> coming to a theater. <laughs> so what I'm saying is what is the most impactful horror that you guys saw? Oh, it's well, children. we just no, we just argued about it. So, well, I know, but us individually, yeah, no, that's what I'm fu- saying. What fucked you up? I'll go more first. Than I'm just retreading what we talked about. Okay, on, that's fine. On the Judgment Day, um, as a person who grew up Catholic and went to Catholic school and thought all that shit was real, when your dad decides you're old enough at age 13 or 14 to watch The Exorcist, <laughs> The Exorcist still. Like fucks irks you up. me, still fucks me up. Even yeah. though I know it's all nonsense, it's just people with mental health of course. issues. There weren't real possessions ever. So Spoken it's still like a true Republican. <laughs> what? I'm Republicans kidding. believe in Jesus. all that shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. Jesus ponies and fucking possessions. Well, it's got okay. So it's got some of the most completely pathological fucking images ever yeah. in movie history the the uh reagan's head spinning around backwards mm-hmm. by the way the girl i was talking about earlier when i killed myself that's when she did that her name was reagan um really her <laughs> no head, coincidence her head spinning around backwards the spider walk down the stairs Which- Listen, wasn't yeah. in the original. No, that's only in the re-release. That is like in the re-release. And that was I mean, the, the most terrifying bro. thing from the book. Yeah. Was the spider walk. Was the scariest thing from Dude, the book. Mm-hmm. Come on. And when they but, put it in that re-release and I saw that shit at the drive-in. Horrifying. I was, at, like, I was 18, I think, 2001. Right? I was once again a child afraid to turn the light yeah, on. Yeah, man. I don't even know how they did it. No, right? it was... 
It was practical. Suspended? No, 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 no. They just hired a girl that could do that shit? They hired a contortionist, but they put the mask on backwards. And she was just... See what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Jesus, Sean just blew his head. fell off because of... That was the exorcist. (laughs) (laughs) That was a possession. Sean's headphones just flew off of his head. (laughs) And either he has a big, fat head... Or the devil's out to get us. Well, I had it just. You make your choice. Just so because I can't okay. hear the echo and talk. What was your most, Bobby? Well, I don't want to fuck you up. I don't want to steal anything. yours. Is it tape heads? Uh, <laughs> during the Roscoe scene, because you love chicken so much. <laughs> I mean, I have a couple of options here, but we just literally had a verbal argument about this movie. But I have to be true to myself and tell you that the bathtub scene in The Shining fucked me up my entire life. <laughs> yeah, dude. It still does. Oh, it yeah. still fucks me up. I still I can't. Like, I, don't, I didn't even talk to my grandmother for years because all old women frightened me. Oh, yeah. Dude, I... <laughs> I'm jokes. I have a bathroom in my room where I know no one's in it. And right. I walk but, in and but, I have to pee. I pull the fucking curtain, curtain back. back. And I make sure, brother, ain't no bitch in there, brother. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm so, going to pee now and then go back to bed. That that was a very as as young men watching that, bro. That was a super confusing. Yes, that's a because you're like ten, right? Super confusing. Because it Thank starts you. out because yeah, you man. have oh, because it's because that is exactly what there's makes a beautiful that, naked it, woman at first, and then it turns makes it, it even worse. It made everything that's great, what fucks it up. Bad. You feel like you're safe, not just safe. You're getting hot and bothered, and there's this there's similar feelings with fear, and so they get man fucking, the wires get crossed. That for fucks a up. That fucks your shit up. So did and, you just get scared every time you got a bone? Hag, hag, just hag. But she's laughing at you. Oh, she just goes it full was, hag. She's look. She's got scabs on her Kubrick, back. Kubrick was mm. a beautiful director. Mike Flanagan brought that bitch back. I know she, did. <laughs> but she was. She wasn't as scary. No, she was not as scary. There's nothing as scary as the fucking no. Kubrick that moment hag. was. That moment was impactful to the point of like. It's a problem. It's, it's a problem it's, it's for you now. Pathological. Like, yeah. I have to fucking know that I'm safe. That's in the what's up. Okay. So you just said a movie fucked you up so bad that it results in you acting as a grown ass man yes. a certain way. Yeah. Okay. Does Doctor Sleep make you check anything? Uh, you, like, can you not we go were, into an we RV were adults now when without... it was made. Okay. If I was twelve, but he was arguing maybe. it's a better movie, therefore scarier. So it's not, I'm it's trying not better. to. He's wrong. <laughs> but I will look wrong. I'm just I'm Trump arguing wrong. that I'm not arguing that Doctor Sleep is scarier than The Shining. I'm not. I'm arguing that I think Doctor Sleep is a more complete film than The Shining. I think Doctor Sleep has a better narrative arc for every character involved. The Shining, I think, and by the way, I'm not alone in this. Stephen King actually argues kind of the same thing. Yeah. That like, well, the, the, here's the, the thing cr- is like, you made Jack Nicholson crazy from the first scene of the fucking movie. The director of Maximum Overdrive told you that The Shining wasn't good. 
I get it. He yeah. also wrote the fucking product. I, I know. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're but saying. But I know. I think Mike Flan- I think Mike Flanagan took on the most difficult task that a director has it ever was had bril- to undertake. It was brilliant, man. But yeah. by the way, uh, Devil's Advocate so here, here to, to help Bobby out. I tell you what Dr. Sleep doesn't have is that fairy tale theater bitch hamming it up. Fucking up, <laughs> Shelley Duvall's performance. I'm telling you, the actress that replaced Shelley Duvall is superior. That's beyond a shadow of a doubt. Beyond a shadow. Of a doubt. I actually agree. With I love Shama saying this that. more because it, no, it makes Aaron because that's his favorite movie of all time. But dude, <laughs> before we move on to your movie, I'll say this is the last thing I'll say about Doctor Sleep because I am such a proponent of this movie now. You're creating a sequel, not only. To The Shining, the Kubrick film, you're creating a sequel to The Shining, the novel, yeah, and you're doing an adaptation of Doctor Sleep. Yeah, you're doing three, three things different things at the same fucking time and, and trying to hold true. Holy shit! He nailed that it. son of a bitch. Nail it. He nailed it. That movie's and damn near perfect. I got saw nothing, the theater, but I, it's a goddamn travesty. But I don't. I so don't we're think arguing all those about things nothing. are mutually exclusive. We're arguing about nothing, right? I, I I love that. Both movie. things can be true. Both things can be true. I don't think that's a bad movie by any stretch. I loved it. Doctor Sleep is solid. So I want to know. It's so good, my dear friend Aaron. What scared you more than your dad? <laughs> In a clown on, mask. On a drunken rage. <laughs> on a drunken um, rampage, yeah. popping out from knife. behind the kitchen Let's, counter with a knife. <laughs> Let's, Running by the pig's head that your mom put on a post. had put on the fucking mailbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what scared you more than that, sir? Why does Aaron have problems? Um, <laughs> there's so many reasons. Um, to this the day, scariest, I can't out in a bush for the, longer than I'm going to find that conversation. The, I, I wish I knew offhand what uh, episode that Jesus. was. The, the greatest s- story in the history of the <laughs> was your dad popping out with clown a clown masking with a and me running knife. down the neighborhood, getting chased. Like because he kept selling it, he kept coming at. Oh, you. he it wasn't came like out. He just took it off and went. It's dad, brother. He came out. No, yeah. no. He came out. He thought it was great. <laughs> Um, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. No, it isn't. It's so traumatizing. <laughs> it's like, so, so traumatizing. But you know what? It led me to this point with you boys. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> the, the scariest thing is as a child, I could remember. And they brought this up in the 101 scariest scenes of all time. They have that series, which is phenomenal. Eggers is there. Everybody's there. Like like they brought in all the dope directors, Nicotero, Savini. They brought in everybody, Perfect. even these kind of like, uh, not yet, no. but May, because I only got to number 80 out of 101. Wow. But it was really impressive. They brought in the Changeling and Demons and Zombie 2. And they brought in these like really kind of iconic films. That Zombie were, with no E. Right. Right. It was Italian. There's no E. It's just the two. Diana. Diana. Um, they haven't even gotten to the deep, deep cuts yet. They brought in like horror of Dracula and like the good shit. The good like Dracula's. the real good shit. 
and it was really impressive. Was that a Christopher Lee Dracula? Yeah, yeah. that's first Christopher Lee. Yeah. That's where he came in, where he was all suave and like I don't give smoky. a fuck what anybody says. I love and then, Gary Oldman. I love Bella Lugosi, but you can suck. A no, Bella Lugosi can suck my dick. Ah, what just nah, iconic Christopher Lee was the best Dracula before Gary Oldman. Yeah, Gary Oldman flipped the script on Dracula. He was honestly our modern day Dracula. Well, he's not. Yeah, he's Vlad um, the Impaler. He's a he's he very was de- a lot of death. perfect as Dracula. But that being said, the scariest thing I ever saw as a child it made me sneak into my fucking parents' bedroom for six months. I couldn't sleep alone for six months. Was Salem's Lot. And they brought this up as a TV miniseries. You forget, this was on network TV being shown to children. And it was a three-part series. Before It, right? Because It was a... It was way down the line. This was At least a decade, right? Yeah, 89. Dude, 15 years down the line. Okay, sorry. Salem's Lot was like... They did the first with the glowing yellow eyes. And like, they they did shit. Uh, prosthetically and like practical effect, like uh, I guess the director film was filming shit in slow mo reverse. Yes, that like was yeah. real fucking weird as a kid to see, and the 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 scene of the kid scratching on the window. Oh, um, it was a vampire kid scratching a window on another fucking kid, going "Let me in, Danny, let me in," and that whole scene. Fucking destroy my child. <laughs> I was fucking destroyed. That you director, vampire kids coming for you. That director, I I know he what he meant to do was be really cool. What he did was destroy young Aaron Brandis's life. Yeah, it fucking killed me. I was crawling into my parents' room, like yeah. crawling so they wouldn't notice me. Like, I was so scared. It was fucking amazingly shitty. And and that was all based on, like, a short story, right? Like, there was a no, very... No, Salem's Lot was a full like a, lo- was novel. Was that a full novel? Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. the novel's even better. I've Nobody's ever... to try to make... Did they make it? Did they do a remake? No, they tried. They tried they, to make another miniseries with the Wings guy. No, yep, that, that's The exactly. Shining. They did. Oh, that was The Shining. But it, they there, tried to make Andrew another Weber. miniseries. There is actually talk that they want to do a Salem's Lot revisit. It's a great they book. need to do a feature, like a double feature. Like they, like they need to it. do an A and a B, like it with Salem's Lot. Which Does it would go be through super time too, super. like it? Because I'm not. I've never seen Salem's Lot. No, but and yes. Can I ask you this? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Bobby. Uh, do you think? The makeup effects, the it because it's kind of based on Nosferatu, the Dude, look of it. Yeah, the the master was Nosferatu. So oh, Count Orlock was the master. Yeah. Wow. Do you think that that would still be um, impactful? As it was when you were a kid, because yes. when I was a kid, it fucking scared it the fucking, shit out dude, of me. Dude, go look at go look at that Salem's Lot version of Nosferatu with James Masterson. Oh yeah, old school. Yeah, that master, quote unquote, yeah, is one of the scariest vampires ever made in the history of vampires. The eyes with the skin and yeah. the teeth. That the was. Eyes. 
And this is, and you, like you said, it's on network television. So like, no, this was broadcast yeah, on this is NBC. Television. Yeah, this is regular network television. So they have certain rules they have to follow. No, they didn't no, they follow do any of them. No, yes, they did. They didn't have like guts coming out of people and shit. It. I'm that's t- what I'm saying is it's so masterful. They had with the network television yeah, restrictions they have that's fair. that yeah. they still scared the shit out of everybody. Dude, they scared visually. a generation. Yeah. Like there are directors now that will refer to Salem's Lot as being the scariest thing they've ever seen in their I life. I see this shit. Like they had I home dude from Remember Any Which Way But Lose? Yes. With with fucking like, Yeah. Remember the side guy? The side Remember guy. the side guy to you mean Clint the Eastwood? Orangutan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His buddy. No, the not the, the buddy. <laughs> oh, he yeah. played a guy. He played a vampire in it. Yes. Okay. That was some of the most frightened word. Like, dude, this shit fucking killed me as a kid. And my dad, being my dad, would like snake up to me to the couch in the dark. And like fucking grab my leg and shit. He fucked wow. with me so bad. So there's other things. No, no, no. Here. But what I'm saying, <laughs> this was genuinely scary. Like yeah. I would never show my daughter this. It was so frightening. But that being yeah. said, Salem's welcome hot. to Halloween, y'all motherfuckers. It is Halloween. This um, is Halloween. This I don't know if you guys remember and the reason I bring this up is because you brought up Salem's Lot and you brought up the eyes. The eyes yes. are very iconic. The teeth are also incredibly yeah, iconic. Yeah, they're in. But they're also like kind of oversized and sort yeah, of man. like... Like you could like rip something apart with those teeth kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it wasn't a, so, it wasn't the fangs. Do you guys like remember um, the original? And I mean the original, not the Colin Farrell remake, but the original ah, Fright, Fright Night. Night. That shit's dope. I like the remake he, too, but the when original. he turned into the they, full vampire, they replicated those oh. teeth. Yeah. Cause they're almost they're you know they're like uh, they're like real teeth. Fright almost. Night. Or they're thinner and they. Fright curve. Night was so fucking dope. So dope. Oh my god, the first Fright Night. Well, do you not like the? Re- I thought the remake. God, was I thought the remake decent. was yeah, fine. Yeah. But I'm saying time as far as like where it kid, was though. in time. The dead kid from Star Trek. Dude, Carl, Colin Farrell was great. Anton man. Yelchin. Anton Yelchin. Love that. Great. It was a great movie. Thanks, Jeep. That was a really great you can thank remake. Jeep for I fucking. It was an okay Yelchin remake. I'm and, fine with it. And and a and a mailbox. But dude, Chris Sarandon, <laughs> Susan's brother. Yes. By the way, was phenomenal as the neighbor, as the vampire. Unfucking real. He was great. Weird. You know, '80s sort of dated sexy scenes where he shows up at the nightclub, with yeah, open shirt or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but it was awesome. But it was still fucking awesome. It was so Evil awesome. Ed was such a great character. Um, the, okay, let's talk about Evil Ed. Yeah, that's why, an actor. That's an actor. I can't remember his name. I'm gonna. Look I don't it up. know, but it's nine seven six evil. Nine seven six evil. Was the <laughs> only <laughs> other thing he did. Let's go. <laughs> Let's nine go. Nine seven six evil. You've never heard nine seven six evil. Oh my! Is god. Is that a song? Oh, it's not good. Oh my god! Is it's it a song great. Or another movie. He called nine seven. Okay, back in the day, kids, there was this thing called nine seven six lines. You can call like 976 dot, 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 and it would yep. be like porn or oh, your okay. favorite person or whatever. There was a movie called 976 Evil 
which had this little weird dude. Stephen Jeffries. Okay. Great yes. for Stephen. I'm sure he's doing really well right now. <laughs> he's never been in. He's been in two movies. <laughs> Fright Night. He and was. Nine, a, seven, he six, was eight. in a movie called Nine Seven Six Evo, where he turned into a demon after calling Nine Seven Six numbers, and it was amazing. And he's not actually right. not a bad actor. No, he's. Did they no. kill nine seven six? Because is that when they just went to one nine hundred? No, yeah, it was the same deal. But it used to be nine seven six. You can call anything, really. Yeah, and you get like porn or like your favorite. It was the internet superhero or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it was gross. I remember movie phone and shit. And yeah, fucking party lines. Movie phone. So, do you remember the most important thing about nine seven six evil that really made it relevant? No, it was. Right after Nightmare on Elm Street, and it was oh. Robert England's first directorial. Oh my god, oh, that's his directorial appearance from the because that's when you could just throw in from the people who brought you. Yes, it's like if a gaffer from there or an actor doesn't so, matter if it was the they got first. It was chill though. It was Robert England's first directorial. Can we ever. say that it was direct? super chill? Yeah, I want to see it again. I might, I might watch it tonight. <laughs> I want to say it wasn't the chillest thing in the world. Because why not? It's not. Because why not? It sounds fun. <laughs> hey, guys. We would love to hear from you guys yeah, about bitches. the scariest movies that you've ever seen. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. 970-426-5344. England. 970-426-5344. Leave us a voicemail. Shoot us a text. We want to know what you're scared Scariest fucking experiences have been growing up. You can also reach out to us on Facebook. If you want to send us a DM, send us an email at whiskeyrelicgmail.com. I think we're on Instagram, but nobody looks at that shit. And hey, it, tell us your movie childhood things. If you're one of these kids who like grew up yeah, in El Salvador, don't do that. I don't want to hear about your real drama as a kid. That scared <laughs> oh, the, guy, the guy next that door was super who specific. tried to shoot your whole fam. I don't care. <laughs> I want to know about movies. <laughs> I was going to say, don't tell me about your real yeah. bullshit. There was, there was a day that See. this man, he came to the village. He had... <laughs> He had the, he had many want guns. Change, Georgie. I he wanted had, the cash. Man. He had pineapples. He had pineapples. He had coconuts. He had a machete. He had a machete. All that was left of my mother was a wow. pink mist. Wow, and I is really. It in. We this can't is, use any of this. This is a callback to the racist days what? of the whiskey. We're just reel. doing a generic. Oh, I can't say generic. <laughs> I got <laughs> some kind of south of the border accent. Whatever. I'm leaving it in. I don't care. I don't um, care. <laughs> you guys. We're we're doing a thing, and we're really, apoplectic. I, yeah, which I don't know the meaning of that word. I don't know either. Denny, Denny pointed out that to me on uh, my podcast with him. I said he was apoplectic <laughs> about the podcast, and he's like, "Yeah, you don't know what that means." And I was like, You're, right. You're, You're probably, totally right. That means You're probably overcome right. with anger, extremely See? indignant. But you said indignant. I said indignant. I was like, doesn't it mean you're indignant about a thing? Right. And he's like, I guess. But it also means like overcome with anger. Overcome right. with anger. Rage. Apoplectic. Like, I will but throw things off of a balcony. There right. is a dated. There is a da- You know how they have the dated ones, the other okay. ones that are no longer relevant? Relating to or denoting apoplexy, like a stroke, like having a stroke. Oh, Ooh. so if I so talk really about a stroke? a stroke, and oh, so okay. it's become a metaphor. So uh, uh, instead uh, of doing uh, okay. something traditional that we, we got would full a drunk Aaron, we got third act Aaron. Bullshit. Third act Aaron. <laughs> third Fuck act Aaron's off. here. Rather than 
doing traditional pearls of wisdom, I think we should have a brief moment of actually just having a conversation and talking about what this podcast, this is our pearl wisdom okay. is what this fucking podcast is actually meant to us all over four mm-hmm. years. Just a couple of, I mean, 30 all seconds right. of just like, say, you know what I mean? Like, and I'll start. I, um, don't do it, dude. Don't make us cry with your crying. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> don't leave me last. Because I'll be a mess. Then you start. All right. This uh, this podcast has been a crutch. It's been a boon. It's been um, a birth. It's been an extension of what I already knew. It's been a growth of what I didn't know I could do. See, he's I, know. I told you. I know. I know. He's gonna do it. That's why I'm first. He always makes me feel bad. I'm the crier. Feelings that okay. I never cry on the podcast. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. This has been a lot. It's been a lot, and I appreciate my brothers. Yeah, that's we appreciate it. you, buddy. That's all I want to say. Fuck, I'll go next since Bobby's gonna lose it too. I'm gonna try to keep it together. This podcast has been mostly, honestly, an outlet for my rage. Uh, <laughs> In the beginning, it was an, for a lot of times there. It's just been a way for me to get my angry opinions out. But it's also been like uh, I never had older brothers. I only had a younger brother. Oh, so I, it's like I have two older brothers now. But it's mm. like I, I, because you guys are ten years older than me. That's right. significant. See, now I'm gonna enough. cry. You do the yeah, brother see? thing, fucker. So see? I, so now I understand the dynamic of like they're not listening to me. Why? <laughs> And also, I get to learn some things from some people who've been through some shit and, you know, have similar fucking That's why I went personalities. First. Uh, it's also, but I can say everything that you just said, too. It's been a boon. It's been a fucking, it's been the lighthouse in a storm. It's been, it's been a hell of a ride, boys. It's been yeah. a hell of a ride. And I don't know why when shit gets sentimental that I have to get funny and I can't cry because I want to cry right now. Yeah. It's okay, buddy. But I just don't. I'm not like that. It pisses I get me it. off. And now you know I what? hate myself for not crying. No, and so this is why Outlet for My Rage is even more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and to be continued, we're not done. Nope. You might not be a permanent fixture on this podcast. Nope, but, but I'm going to keep popping up. I love Damn when you pop man. up. I love when you pop Yeah, brother. Um, I'll say this real quick. Uh, and I promise I won't cry. Uh, I wish... I would have had the wherewithal in all of the relationships in my life to dedicate myself to something that I've done for the last four years like I've done to this because it (laughs) truly, truly, truly makes me happy every fucking time I walk through these doors and I sit down and I talk to you guys and I reach out to all these fucking people. And I know we always joke that we have tens of listeners, but you know what? We have... 35, 40,000 fucking total listens or some shit. Like, yeah. like that's how many fucking times people have listened to us talk yeah. for some fucking reason, right? Yeah. That's a big deal. It's yeah. a big fucking deal. And I want to keep doing it because I, it proves to me that I'm capable of actually doing something. And maybe someday I'll find something I love even more than this and I'll fucking just fucking ditch us and I think take that's the fuck it. out big time I, I honestly yeah, well, think you know, that's, mean, the, that's the end oh, all Bobby, be all stop it no one's gonna if anybody's gonna big time anybody it's Aaron <laughs> he almost true. big time the owner of the goddamn liquor store before he found out he was the owner that's true <laughs> hey guys it's been 200 episodes 
that is four years semi mathematically. Yes. This has Man. been um a very, very, very special thing in yeah. all of our lives. Yeah. You guys, every single one of you, are a very, very special thing yes. in all of our lives. Yes, sir. Continue to listen to us. Reach out to us. Let us know how you guys are feeling about the podcast. We We're always going to do respond. better for you. Always tell us what to do. And speaking of telling us what to do, should we end with the voicemails that people have left for us? So I got one more voicemail, and I've already allocated it. Okay. And um, so we started off with John. Mm-hmm. I have one more from Kylene that I'm going to. You leave. mean cousin Bobby? Cousin Bobby, let yeah, us. Cousin Bobby, um, don't our, pull the fucking curtain back. Call him our, by his Christian name. Our break in the podcast is gonna, as you guys have already heard, is our good friend Blake Crouch. I'm gonna leave you guys with the words of our lovely, 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 and I don't want to call her a, on a parking meter, parking attendant, later. Don't is, call I, I don't, don't say. How about name. just a friend? She's a friend of our podcast, and she's ah. a friend to all of us. She left me a post-it note on my car the other day. It was nice to have. Stop a, fucking around. It was nice to have a yellow piece Stop of paper that didn't cost me money. Around, to be left Sean. <laughs> she did. Her. She put a post-it that said, "Hi, Sean, Kylie," and it was sweet. And right. I was parked behind. Stop all the fucking road. around. We love her so so much. Uh, I we just, love you guys. I just got to sit down and actually have a really long conversation with her boyfriend, who is. Also, just a fucking gem. Peach? Jack. Peachy? Jack's a sweetheart. Everybody Peachy? knows Jack. I'm not going to bring him his last oh. name. Oh. But everybody knows Jack. Oh, that Jack. Oh. Everybody oh. knows Jack. Hey. You mean my favorite hey. Jack? Hey. Guy's a hey. peach. You mean hey. the guy with the giant clown no, head? No, I know. person for my sourdough jacks and bacon ultimate cheeseburger? No. Not that Jack. Fuck. Oh my God. Guys, Different God Jack. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Turn on the fat switch. You're still so fat. You're so fat. <laughs> <laughs> I did go ham on some Jack when I was in California. (laughs) This is literally the first opportunity that I've ever had to actually say something that other people intentionally are going to have to hear. It's going to be like almost dozens of people. I know. I know. Tens tens of people. Listen, if if I walk in the room and the first thing that you see is a 12-inch black dildo that I have strapped onto myself. Yes. And that is the first encounter that you have had with me and that dildo. I've got follow-up questions. If that's the first (laughs) thing that you see, I have violated your rights. The consent issue has become become present in the room. You're putting me in a position where I have to decide on our power dynamic. Correct. Now, let me back this up a little bit because this is how beautiful consent is. This is where I've really... Consent is the secret. If it really, it's the secret to everything. If we spend time with each other and we have, I'd say, an open dialogue. I'm thinking about a dialogue that we've had in the past with Denny. Okay. About double team supreme. Oh God! I know exactly the conversation. And the tiny little layer of skin that can separate true brothers. There is a membrane, a thin membrane that separates you. From Correct. your friend. Correct. Same the, the thing. The female in that equation could not be less involved. No. <laughs> no. I'm, and, and, and actually, I think that it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of. Again, back to consent. It's kind of, it's actually kind of grotesque to even consider that. So I think it's just better if we just went like, I would like to come up against you. And with a dental dam between us, I would just like to rub against you. Oh, uh, yeah. That's pretty much what you're doing. With the strap on dildo? 
You're no, gonna, no, I'm getting back to that. I'm gonna, I'm getting back to the strap on. You got to get way closer to that mic, sweetness. As we're doing the, I don't even know why you want to involve yourself in this conversation. Exactly. The so the strap on dildo conversation. I think that we found a pattern of how to go about figuring out what's going to happen next. And I think that that's the real secret. I haven't talked to you. I haven't seen you in years. And so... God, it's been years. Yeah, it's been a long time. And so I would like to start our re-interaction with each other discussing the fact that I would like to wear a dildo and I would like to fuck you in the ass with the dildo as hard as I can. First over of all, here's, over my, over here's my issue with your whole conceit. You have a penis. I know, but that's gross. <laughs> I mean, it's so, so, it, no, no, let me explain. Let no, me explain it, why no, it's you're gross. Actually, you're not wrong. It's, it's not gross. It's not gross because it, because men being with men. I, I that's not what's gross. Is what's gross no, is what that I know where you have been, <laughs> and I I have been there, yeah. and I have witnessed the experience. We've been to a lot of the same places. Yeah, we really have been to a lot of the exact same places. Well, before I introduce you guys, we also have to talk about the fact that neither one of us look better over these years. No. We don't look better. No. I've, I'm, I mean, we're both big men. <laughs> I'm pretty fuzzy. And we have gray hair. Yeah. My love, Zyra. It's got a little gray hair creeping in there. Because my hair appointment was supposed to be next Oh, do you dye it? No. No. Uh, Her hair is jet black and purple and green. Yeah. This is all natural. Fucking retarded. I love it. Oh, man. I say a bunch of things I can't say. So I invited you guys here because it's a special day for me, not for you. Um, Very good. Today you're just here because you're actually getting a couple's massage. Correct. So you. Well, I mean, separate times. You're giving. Oh, are you not doing it? I, I thought you had like a thing. No, she. I, By the way, she good goes, because couples massages are weird, disgusting. Right? Yeah, weird. like that's what are you supposed to do? Like, do we talk? Yeah. Also, you guys have been fucking each other for thirty years. Right. Yeah, right. Like, like, who gives a I'm shit? There for the massage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like seeing a comedian at a titty bar. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I didn't come here for the jokes. I did. Dude. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. No, we're not. We're not doing a couple. <clears throat> okay. And what? And again, who knows? Is there like an unspoken rule when it comes to? Couples massages, is there something that we're missing? I feel like that's the main reason why we don't get them is that we've not been taught if we're supposed to be doing something. Right. I know. And and are those massage therapists, are they consenting to the fact that they might see two people do some crazy shit? And what do they do when that happens? Do they like go have like a chair on the side? Where I'd they, like, rather chill? have a couple massage me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Agreed. That That's, seems yeah. When someone better. first said to and, me, and you know what? Couple's massage. And I'm then, like, whoa. And then, yeah, bring the dil- bring awesome. the dildo back into the equation. And and, and, oh. and like, it would be awesome. If I yeah. had two, sh- if I had a married couple that were just strangers to me, that would be something I'd be into. They could massage me. Is that what we're talking about? Sorry, I'm a little hung up on the other part. Uh, What's your special day? Let's get back to that. Okay, special day. I am welcoming two of my my oldest friends, and I mean on every sense of the word, you guys are old. I uh, I am not. Friend of the podcast, Michael Beavers, who has appeared, I think, on episode 100. One or two. Yeah, it's been 100 episodes since you were last a part of, of this podcast. He brought his lovely bride... The one I actually like. Her name is Zyra. She's a doll. Just love her. She's smarter than both of us put together. And, and we both know that is true. Yeah. No, no. I can't get out of my head the idea that you had a woman with a big black dick in your face. 
Well, that okay. That first of all, I never said story. it. I, <laughs> yeah, you invented that. <laughs> no, I mean, you can't get it out of your head. It's probably <clears throat> glorious. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. And she was a biker, right? Oh man, Isn't that what you were saying? She's like, I, oh. I never, I never date biker girls because yeah, they, they only be. like biker boys. Well, and they usually vote. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> no. Probably. <laughs> they vote with their dollars, brother. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part about this special day and this concept is that Bobby told us ahead of time, yeah, let's just go do this thing. And we'll talk for like 20 minutes. When in our whole lifetime have you two ever talked for only 20 minutes? That's a good point. Never. Yeah. So let's keep my massage in mind because yeah, we are you know on it's only clock. look it's ten ten we're fine. yeah no we got plenty of time. Uh, now the people don't want to hear us just you know meandering forever and ever. I know um, I thought that's what a podcast I was. wanted you guys just to be a part of this it is our two hundredth episode mm-hmm. it's four years if you do math Ooh. of yeah. doing this fucking ridiculous thing that we do no but you like it and I no and I, I love think it that that's yeah. the key is is trying to find things that we can express ourselves I mean that's it. To, to completely change fucking gears. I, I think that as as we get older... Can uh, I pretend like this is the 90s and say that what you're about to say is super... Yeah, no, it is <laughs> okay. super... Because that's what to, we would say and, back and, and in the 90s. really, really, really know that you got to edit the <laughs> just, shit out of just, this. I'm just, fixing Oh, no, like, I'm going to leave the part out. Okay, well, yeah, but all of the, no, like, I, the other I, stuff. There's a disclaimer on my gender-inappropriate statement. I'm pretending it's the 90s. Okay, good. Because we could all just right. say that back then. Good. Well, what, what I used I, to call my brother a yeah, but not because he had sex with men. No, that it was, was just because he was acting like a yeah. He would, he would get really, really times, and it was like, God damn. Yeah, I mean, I kissed him full on on the mouth, yeah. <laughs> but but that that was just more of like a. I mean, I loved him, so yeah, his mouth. But the rest of it. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it this days? These days is the mouth. Yeah. No. No, I, you know. So, talk to me about where you've been. It's been years. Holy cow. Good Lord. Tell me about Montana. I want to hear all so, about Montana. So, by the way, I've, I've adopted the... I saw that. Uh, yeah. So, just in, in case you didn't know. Your shirt know. says Montana. Yeah. So, because I lived, I lived there. <laughs> you know? It just says about Montana. Our, and don't... Montana fucking forget shirt it. In, we realized that we own zero New Mexico shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you wear we like never, a Z? <laughs> New Mexico. It would be faded and have holes in it, like a Red Hot Chili Peppers t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a guy last night with uh, like the Zia thing tattooed on his neck. Yeah. Well, and I knew it was time for me to go home. I can't wait to get to the, and I'm getting close to the point where I'm ready to wear like to have a neck tattoo because a person who makes that decision, I feel like that they have like this level of self-confidence <laughs> that I don't have. Like I'm I am <clears throat> constantly still worried about, OK, well, how do I present? How does this, you know, and I try to tell myself that I'm not. But I don't have a fucking neck tattoo, yeah. and if I did, It'd you'd be so know. Much, be so much cooler if you did. You know, I, and I'm thinking very seriously. I about do have an opinion. Okay. <laughs> Shocking. <So> weird. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake, this is. So- I think tattoos are cool. I think a lot of tattoos are really pretty. I think they make sense a lot of times, but I don't think that's because of how, like, strong they are as people. I think they're covering up how strong they're not sometimes. I think people cover themselves with tattoos because yeah. then you're not looking at them. You're looking at their their ink. Well, And, and, and that's, that's fine. I, I mean, I, I'm the most insecure person in the world. Yeah, you know, I do the exact you know. same thing with everything that I wear. 
and every way that I, you know, before I leave the house, I have a brush for my white beard. <laughs> you know, it's I mean, your neck tattoo. it's it's is, is that is that true? <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a brush. I put oil in it when it's wet. Oil, you got to put oil. In I know, it. Yeah. and then and then I brush it because yeah. I uh, I got a beard guy. See, I, oh, yeah, his name's Joe. He's my oh. beard guy. Yeah, he, you need a Joe apparently. He I need trims a, and massages my beard. Nice. I shit you not. <laughs> <laughs> to stimulate growth. It's just a thing that he does. He cuts my hair, but yeah. then he's always like, hmm, "We got to work on that beard," and that's like an extra fifteen bucks that he doesn't really charge me. He just does it, and I'm like, "This is a great value." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't I take this? Heck yeah. Also, he's a handsome older man. I don't care. Rub yeah, my beard. rub my beard. <laughs> You can. You Here's can, a thing you said. You know, rub my beard. I, you know, what? and just put some put some stuff on my face. Yeah. I mean, you know, put some stuff on my face and rub my beard. The girl I'm dating told Handsome me guy. that if I shaved off my beard, she'd break up with me. Wow. Oh. Yeah, oh. which is strong. I think oh. that's a strong move. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got to say, Setting I think I expectation. It really is. Boundaries. Yeah. I agree with her. I I like the beard. <laughs> I I like it. It's mean. It's your. No, it's you. Yeah, it's not. That's not mean. He's trying to be nice. I think yeah. she just likes how it feels, which oh. is probably creepy. We don't. Hey, that's we don't private. have to think about that. We, we don't, don't have, have to, to think talk about, about private things. <laughs> and she was not. She was not the girl either. wearing the thing. All right. But, uh, <laughs> good callback. Good callback. Yeah. Yes. And so she listens. What? She also listens to this podcast. So, uh, I want to make that very clear. Very clear. Okay. Good. Also, make it clearer. That's never happened to me. <laughs> but it was on the table. And hey, it's 2022. God damn, is it? Anal's on the table. Yeah. That's what they say. It, it's an option. <laughs> it's an option. It's a it's a viable option. Anal is definitely on the menu for some for a lot of folks. Yeah. I just we gotta just stop being afraid of everything. Just afraid of anal. I just gotta go slow. Are you wow. Wow. Right? That part I might edit out. That was gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Montana. All right, and Zyra was so right. We're already burning through twenty minutes. I mean, All right, it's crazy. yeah, no, it's gonna be stupid. no. We're fine. Be its own it podcast. Episode. And on, on this week's episode, Michael Beavers. Hey, everybody. Oh, yeah. Move on. That's it. Yeah. And that's also, all that's, that's all that we could use. The usable material. We use. <laughs> he just would not stop talking about getting fucked in the ass with a big black dick. That's what I want. <laughs> I want to be fucked. Why is it black? I just love them. They're so. <laughs> Wait. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, dildos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. No. Wow. Sorry. I just saw. We're not yeah, going that no. far back in the 90s. No, 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 no we are not. Like the 1890s. Yeah. Let's let's talk about That's where we were headed. No, dildos. I'm off. I'm I don't want to I don't want to do Django Unchained no. in here. No. God, that show. That's so <laughs> I love that you call movies shows. I forgot about oh, that. Oh yeah, we do that all the time. I totally we, forgot about and that. And the funny thing about it is we get called out on that constantly and yeah. we do not stop doing it i don't remember constantly. ever being i do a podcast that is about movies. movies i don't remember so would you say yeah i love that show i love yeah. that show yes yes we do we have what, what is ask wrong me with you guys listen about to Bobby's movie. show the other day list of movies yeah. that i might have seen it's absurd list one um <laughs> pulp fiction love that show yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking it. That's see, the thing. So see how stupid. natural it is. It's and so people stupid. make fun of us all the time, and, and just... I I do not remember ever being made fun of until this very moment about really? that. Oh, yeah, I never call paid us attention. Out on that. Constantly. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. 
It's a weird thing you guys do. Yeah, yeah and it's just in our little. No one else does that. Little Let's go to the show. Really? That's not true. Everybody That's a show. Does that. that poster is a show that was on Fox called Wayward it Pines. It has episodes. It had episodes oh. of the show. Oh. A movie is a movie, and you call it a show. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I'm not well, sure why you're hung it's, up on that. Like, what? Who cares? I think I go I'm to the show. Hung up on I, it. I just I, forgot yeah. you did it. It's like the first time. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things about each other that really annoy each of you and I. And it's like, oh, fuck, I forgot oh, about that. I that remember. Thing. That's that oh, thing. Oh, goddamn. <sighs> Zyra does stuff, too, but I can't remember. I think you're... It'll come up. I don't know if I have any real issues with you as a human. No, what year did you and I meet? Pretty fantastic. 1995. 95? Is that when you guys were at Lane? No, 96. No, we met, you and I met in the fall of 95 after you graduated. We met in college. Yeah. And then I took you home that Christmas. Christmas. Same Christmas? And Bobby came and picked us up. Yep. And we had a great 24 hours. We did. And it was awesome. We had so much fun. And then and then Bobby went on the backslide and reintroduced my ex girlfriend to the equation. Oh, and he right. and uh the girl that I had dated See, all through that's high that school. thing that you just remembered that I <laughs> that's do. That thing that you do. <laughs> I remember I sleep with people's girlfriends. <laughs> you know, like we don't get hung up on it. Yeah. But and you know, and, and yeah. zip, it's over. Let's talk about Montana. It'd be a pretty good show. The It'd last be a great show. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby fucks your girlfriend. Coming to soon. Hi, I'm Bobby. <laughs> I've got black Chuck Taylors and and, and tall knee socks. Oh, and I, do, large, I still have some of those. Shorts. I still have some. Okay, Montana. That's worked, where you guys lived for. for you how long have you there? We've lived three years. there for the last three years. Yeah, we still Before we that, kept we our were in Oregon. We kept our house. We've gone for six years. How how bougie does that sound? We kept your house. We have a house in Billings. You have your Billings house. Yeah. How it, big is Billings? Um, Isn't it about the same size as this yes, place? One hundred and ten thousand. Yeah. 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 Hmm. It's just it's the same as like everything. Together. I should have come up and visited you guys. Dude, that would have been a friend thing. Bu- to that's do. the thing that you do. Yeah, that's I know. The other thing. That's it. I just make. I just fall through. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm a. I'm a plan runner. Yeah. <laughs> plan ruined. 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 Plans have been ruined. Ruined. Bobby was coming, but then he just didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's off he's off fucking Mike's girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> I mean maybe. But and yeah. it's fine. God, that was a dark time. Although this is darker. Yeah. Like right now is dark. Is it yeah. pretty dark? <laughs> yeah. That's the crazy thing is that I you know, I I mean, if we're really gonna talk about anything, my life changed eight years ago. Yeah. You know, know. that that was when it changed. It was when I I was there when I had I had to get sober. And make no mistake, I am stoned right now, like out of my gourd. (laughs) No, I know. Yeah. Like I'm really I keep forgetting about what we're talking about. And all I can think about is that I want to eat a whole loaf of Roman meal bread. I haven't seen you high since probably 1996. Yeah. <laughs> That's never at Stuart Fish's house. At Stuart Fish's, yeah. Yeah. And there Back was when a, we would like take two hits of skunkweed, <laughs> drink a Coors Light, and throw up. Coors Light. <laughs> Coors, Light. That was, Coors Light made me throw up literally every time I drank every it. Every single time even, you had a, Even if I was like, okay, look. Did I'm we ever tell you about Coors, that? He had a two beer thing. Coors if Light. he drank two Coors Lights, he would immediately go vomit, right. and then he could drink for 
24 hours straight. Yeah, I pushed <laughs> through that shit. Was he the loudest vomiter ever back then? <laughs> I don't remember. currently... The loudest vomiter. Oh, really? Well, when, when I was vomiting. Well, because when I when I was drinking <clears throat> when I was drinking all the time, I threw up all the time. Yeah, of course. And, and like, oh. and I got really, really good at it. And yeah. and like, I could. Well, good at I, it. Well, good. I could go, uh, and I would throw up, and it would be quiet, and I would clean up, and everything was fine. Clean up. Cha cha. <laughs> and then, and then I I found this. I found this affinity for shrimp. And, I love uh, that you go southern every time you say that. Shrimp. And I love shrimp, right? You like shrimps? And I like it a lot. And and like what I've realized is that I have like this weird allergy to it. And like I eat a shit ton of it. Oh. And I will throw it up, but it becomes like projectile. I wonder if it's like the like mercury or whatever. Oh, Isn't there maybe. like a ton of mercury in shrimp? I don't know. It doesn't happen. Or no, iodine. But There's like a ton of iodine in them. Yeah. Oh, that I, could be. We've I don't know. never thought of that before. Because he doesn't Also, you probably eat 36 of them. I eat like yeah. 36 shrimp <laughs> and like 37. We've had a meal together. Yeah, before. 37. <laughs> 37 is literally like the, it's like the, you know, the, the card on the top of the I house know. and it just, everything just comes the down. card on the top of the house. And it just, Okay. Projectile. I remember. And then I scream. I remember days when, like, we would all. <laughs> my favorite. Zyra would make us, like, fried chicken and we would eat for, like, three hours straight. <laughs> yes. And then we'd be like, you know, it'd be awesome. Like an after dinner burrito. But <laughs> 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 well, we have not changed. <laughs> yeah. That is still the case. And then we would just top little, it off, top it off with, like, yeah. 12 to 11, yeah. literally 11 to 12 cocktails. Yeah. In oh, in the course yeah, of a day, yeah. just I just I don't really do that very much anymore. I don't, I don't like the big cocktail thing anymore. Oh, it was bad. Um, just... That being said, I got drunk last night. Right. Yeah, no, I said I saw your Facebook posts. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fucked up. It's okay. No, and I got home. Here's what happened. <laughs> I reached out to my family for a thing. Oh, oh, good. And I got I got home and I read the message they sent me, yeah. and I was really pissed. Yeah, like really pissed, yeah. and also not lying. Like a lot of that's. Very true. But like, yeah, yeah I was pissed. I was yeah. hot last night. I was uh, hurt too. You yeah. know what I mean? You know how your family can just fucking make you oh, hurt? Oh, yeah. yeah. I went through that not very long ago. with. My so dad. I don't think I'm going to talk to those people anymore. Yeah, for for a while, I th- it may not be bad. I just, just I think, keep, well, <laughs> I, and, and don't get me wrong. Like I totally like. And this is getting very dark, but yeah. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it right now. We'll yeah. talk about this offline. I was really pissed last night and I made a very yeah. unfortunate post. Because I was just—it wasn't that bad in my garage. Crying. And it was very. <laughs> it was, and here's as you do. And here's the thing: everything that just you said in a it, cigarette. <laughs> channeled your brother. I channeled my brother. I'm gonna fucking go off. I'm gonna go. I I went I off. Went off on that major D. On um, that major D. <laughs> fucking die. And the thing, you know, I already know all those things. No, I know. I'm gonna make sure those things happen if I'm around. Oh yeah, that's yeah. when I read it too. I was like, "Well, duh, well, duh. like I know. obviously, I know. yeah." So we'll take control of the situation. We're very bossy, Thanks. so so bossy. And I, and I do have the attorney working on it. So okay, yeah. good. That yeah. also helps. Yeah, but I mean, now you've posted it to social media, and everything there is <laughs> everything I mean, there is law. in stone. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. No worries. No going back now. <laughs> <laughs> That'll exist forever. Everyone uh, is immediately going to your Facebook. What the fuck did he say? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's not on there anymore. It wasn't bad. It wasn't that bad. I know. But yeah, yeah, I did get a couple of messages, but yeah. Everyone was really yeah, sweet so about here's it. so here's a weird thing. Okay. Oh good. Is that <laughs> it's a so great exciting. lead in. <laughs> I and it, it happens a lot. I wake up. I woke up forty minutes after you posted that. 
Yeah, yeah. I woke no, up. I, I went to the bathroom. I, you know, I was and I was awake, and I was and I look, and I'm like, oh, 40 minutes ago. That makes sense. I know. It is so. We're 90s for each other. Yeah, yeah. which is the best kind of. I'm scared, Brad. Look, I just felt like well, we I love feel all like those the, Norman boys. Well, and once we made that, once it's like in the '90s, we made that leap from being like, okay, look, what maybe we can be better, right? And like, I feel like that we were talking about racism back then differently. I feel like that we were talking about women's rights and sexism, and and then it, it's like we started to make some progress. It felt like that that we were okay, like it was becoming okay to. To understand that you know your gay brother is your brother, yeah, yeah, right, and 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 like growing up in this really small community where we didn't have exposure to anything, I felt like that like we were really kind of making progressive, and I hate using that term because it's been kind of hijacked. Yeah, but it's awful. That we kept we were we were moving forward with our ideologies and moving forward with our minds were opening, and then it just all it just slapped. It's like the door just, just shut. It's like we all just decided, and I don't know if it was COVID or if it was when when the when the president yeah, was think, elected. Do you think we changed or did life change? Life changed. I feel like I'm way more open. I, even know, I, I would love her that. opinion. Yeah, <laughs> on I mean, thing. God damn, will you say something for once? <laughs> However, going back to what I was saying, I mean, Jesus, I'm sorry. I love you guys. <laughs> it is. We were having this conversation the other day, which we disagreed on because he was saying how weird. Now, here we are now in the future, quote unquote. OK. And how weird it is. It's so weird. And I said, it's not weird. This is just normal. This is what we do. This is it. Yeah, this is the and, thing. And it, it, we, we discussed it a whole bunch that I don't know that I can. I guess it depends on what your expectations were on what it was going to be. Yeah. Oh. Well, guys, we've been talking for like 35 minutes. So. God, we were horrible people sometimes. Yeah. Oh, you were saying you've changed. Well, I've gotten fatter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a ticket for the pound town train. Destination Climax City. And I sure can't wait till you're railing me. I wanna take it all off the table. I wanna squirt. I wanna sew up the sheets. Make my eyes black and blue. Pull my hair, girl, in my ear. Don't think 